Welcome one and all to episode 36 of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavisions Magazine. Today is May 24th, 2020. I'm Chris, the editor of Megavisions, and joining me this week is Scotty and Graham. How's it going, guys? What up, what up, what up? Hey, hey, all good, all good. All, all good over that side of the pond? All good in sunny England, Governor. Yeah, sunny. Uh... <laughs> all right, what's today? I'll tell you that much. Oh, man, <laughs> that means the world's how are, ending. How are you guys <laughs> handling the um, the whole coronavirus thing? over there um well compared to the rest of europe probably not so well compared to some other countries in the world probably a lot better um (laughs) what i'm seeing on the news Uh, that's the most british way of saying it ever (laughs) yeah that's the nicest way to say that the u.s is slowly slipping into its own circle of hell (laughs) i mean although i i I shouldn't say it but you guys making us look good that's what i'm gonna (laughs) that's what we do Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah compared to hype, hype man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of Europe's space and the UK is still pretty much locked down. We we got some restrictions lifted, which is nice. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, how's it going over there? Stupid. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, New Jersey is is like one of the highest hit, um, you know, states in the country. Outside New York City is like the the, the craziest, but. Northern Jersey's pretty bad too. Um, but it's, it's weird. Like we're starting to finally get some things lifted. Uh, I think the, uh, governor Murphy this past week, um, let it go from like a 10 person group outside. You can now have like 25 people, um, in a group outside, but I think 10 is still the, the limit for people like inside. So you can't have like parties and stuff inside, but I guess if you're outside, well, like having a pool party or something, it's, it's okay. So, so your, your restrictions are a lot more relaxed than we are. Uh, like, um, oh my God. Like, uh, yeah. like we're basically, we can't be, we can't meet with people outside really still. We can, we can meet one or two people, but we have to stay like two meters apart or whatever it is. But yeah, we're not technically, we're still not advised to do that. <laughs> and it's yeah. We can't have big groups and, Indoors is still basically only your family. I think you I think you're allowed to meet one parent or something weird like that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. We, I can't you go can, to my friend. You can, now, you can see your mother on odd numbered days and your yeah. father on even numbered days. Exactly. Yeah, it's like your parents are divorced, even though they're not divorced. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Two Christmases. Woohoo! Yeah. Right. Jeez. Well, the thing is, though, Graham here, like, um, so we have every state in the country is allowed to make their own like rules with this. So there's no real like federal mandate on like what's going to happen. I guess technically the president doesn't have the authority to do that. It's, it's this weird, you know, way that we like to run our country. But so basically it's up to the governor of each state um, to, you know, decide a lot of these like rules of when some of this stuff's going to be lifted. But even then it's County to County from there. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's even, uh, we're a lot bigger in size than you, Graham, and that's not working (laughs) in our favor at all right now. So I don't know what it would even be compared to. It'd be like if your town, if each street in your town had different levels of quarantine or something going on right now. Because it's like my county is close. I'm, I'm in the same county as Pittsburgh, one of the major cities in Pennsylvania. We were, um... Let me get the dumb colors. We don't need to talk about this a whole lot, but we were like 
there's green, yellow, and red. We were red, and now we're yellow, even though I firmly don't believe we should be yellow because we're near a major city, and I'm definitely not going back to work anytime soon physically. I'm, I'm thankfully, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm working from home. Um, Rachel's working right now again, but uh, I do not plan on going physically back to work anytime soon. And you know what? I love working from home because it means no commuting. I hate taking the trolley downtown. Uh, and I hate dealing with people. So I think if this, you know, this whole thing has, you know, uh, like the quarantine has, you know, done anything good. It's it's to show like how many, how much of our jobs can be done teleworking. You know, like you don't physically have to to be in the location to, uh, you know, to get the most of the jobs done. And and I'm I'm hoping that going forward after this is is over or kind of like tampers down that um, a lot of you know, big companies will kind of rethink the idea of like why they need so much of the workforce, like working on one building and like the, the cost benefit it could provide to businesses too. You don't have to have this massive, you know, like space to, you know, there's, there's lots of benefits, I think. So hopefully that's one of the things that come out and like more people like you, Scotty can have the option of like teleworking, you know, more and more. So that would be good. Yeah, it really makes zero sense that I actually physically go to work. I mean, I'm not going to go on that tangent because there's a time and a place for that. But it's it's very weird. Uh, and I, I, I literally changed jobs, actually, just a month before all of this went down. So I've been having to go through, like, training and stuff and everything, too, as I'm starting my new position. All from home, though. So it's just kind of crazy to me that they mm. think we need to be there. Um, but uh, one thing I will say... Um, I am one of those people, I'm, I'm the type of person that if I have a job interview over the phone, I will dress up as, as, I, as if I'm physically going to the interview. So along with that, um, since we started the quarantine two months ago, I've been wearing my button shirts and we don't have to wear like dress slacks or anything, but just a button shirt and like nice, I get away with denim pants cause I'm clever, but, um, <laughs> you know, nicer, they're supposed oh, you to be, you. Yeah, boy, am I. I hate dressing up, but um, so I would I would actually put on my shoes and my pants and my dress shirt, dressier shirt or whatever, and sit down in front of my computer. Um, last, uh, not last Friday, but the Friday before was the first day I only put on shorts and a t-shirt. So I've made the transition to Uh-oh. working from home. It's only downhill from there. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if you guys are like that, but that says something about how comfortable I am being home now. Yeah, I um, I the only times I actually put on jeans lately is when I've walked thirty seconds up the road to go to my local sort of corner shop. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I've been like wearing sort of sweatpants um, or shorts this week actually, um, like sort of board shorts. <laughs> that yes. I was like oh, I'm getting pretty warm here. I'm gonna put some board shorts. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I've been very relaxed. Um, but I I actually miss going into the office. I like being in the office. I like physically seeing people. Mm-hmm. and we we use zoom at work for meetings and i never realized how frustrating it was to do meet like zoom meetings all oh, the time gosh. until the lockdown I it's just like because someone someone gave a great great um set roundup of what it's like to be on a zoom call like like basically if you've got a meeting a day full of meetings and if you're in the office you might be looking at the person talking or whatever or you can like look around the room or look at different people when you're on a zoom call you're looking at like 20 faces at once and you can feel other people looking directly at you as well. So oh. you can't exactly like pick your nose or I don't know, look away or right. so you, cause everyone can see you. So it's like, so yeah, and it, it becomes more mentally draining. So by the end of the day, I am exhausted and I, I even we have a two that. hour, com- 
I normally have like a two, uh, like three or four hour commute a day, like driving Whoa. to work. I, live, I work quite far away. It's kind of ridiculous. And I'm more tired doing Zoom meetings all day and not having a commute, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a bit crazy. So yeah, and I miss people. Like I actually like talking to people. If I want to go and speak to someone, I can just like get up from my desk, walk along the room, go, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah about this. Whereas now I have to like, send the messages go are you free for a five minute chat set up a mm. zoom meeting <sighs> so yeah i don't know mm-hmm. i can see the pros and cons i do think it's good that i think it'd be good if our company is more relaxed about working from home because we can all work from home this is proven our entire yeah. company works from home really well right uh, but yeah i'd like it to be an option not a thing where companies go yeah everyone works from home from now on i'll be a bit like oh god damn it <laughs> um yeah i don't know pros and cons swings and roundabouts you know it's uh did uh, anyone yeah. in your Zoom meetings turn themselves into a potato yet? Say say what? Did you <laughs> did you see uh, earlier in the quarantine someone um posted a a video or a or a screenshot of something about how they were having a Zoom meeting with their coworkers and their boss jokingly turned themselves into a potato and they couldn't figure out how to switch it back so for the rest of the meeting their boss was a potato talking to them. <laughs> like Glados or something. That. Yeah. I imagine it's the equivalent of like the early um, Apple videos where you could like add a background and then if you accidentally move backwards, you're like the background from then forward, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. The future is now, everybody. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. but uh... yeah, we've kind of been, we wanted to, um, basically restaurants are open now here and uh, we wanted to not go to, but we wanted to use Grubhub or something to support one of our favorite, probably our favorite restaurant, arguably. Uh, and they are, we moved further from them. Uh, the town that we used to live in where I drove you guys through the restaurant was in there. Uh, but it's like 20 minutes from us. And I guess that's too far for Grubhub. And we, it was too late in the night. We weren't going to like put clothes on to drive anywhere. So that was kind of a bust, but, uh, we're probably going to try to do that. We're going to try to support local small restaurants and not, um, you know, the big wigs and stuff as much as we can so anyway. I, I now need to ask you a question for all European and British mm-hmm. people. What exactly is Grubhub? Because today, oh, sure. when I watched the movie, it was the first time I ever heard of it. I thought they made it up for the movie, and now you've just said it. It does sound uh, like a made-up thing. Yeah, it does sound <laughs> made-up. But um, no, Grubhub is just – it's it's uh, it's uh, food – it's food uh, Uber or food Lyft um, because, okay. yeah, you just – if you don't want to go somewhere um, – actually, Brett did it during the marathon. He had – he did Grubhub for Taco Bell, and he had Taco Bell brought to the house. If you're, excuse me if you remember ah. that at all. Um, okay, so we, 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 have some, we have a couple of things over here like Just Eat and Deliveroo, which sounds like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. um, so small companies like local restaurants – go with it but also like mcdonald's and stuff have started doing it over here as well so like mcdonald's yeah. now delivers like with delivery or whatever or just yep. eat i can't remember which one is okay right basically the same thing cool okay now i know yeah <laughs> <Go Joe. laughs> um cool. well what else have you been up to graham it's it's been a while since you've been on the podcast yeah. oh so it has you, yeah yeah oh wow um what have yeah, i been comfortable I to, to start. <laughs> yeah strap in this is gonna be a long one lads um okay uh Okay, just a few minor things. Like since the lockdown, I've discovered what TikTok is. Oh um, no, 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 no! <laughs> I knew it existed years ago. Like I remember being, a, I remember it being a thing years and years ago, and then suddenly it came back again. Like everyone was talking about it. I was like, okay, I'm going to check this out for once. 
and I've 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 went onto it, logged in, created an account, or whatever. Wow, I uh, I still don't know what it is. Like I don't get the point of it at all. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's when you know you're old, getting you're you're old when you don't get why like there's a popular new app. That's yeah. that's what happens. I literally, you know, to make you feel better, I um, when Rachel and I started dating, she was still big into Snapchat. And I was like, why the fuck do people do it? Like, I don't understand these dumb eyeball filter bullshit. And we're like, we'd be standing in line for certain shows, for rock shows, and like the bands would have certain filters. And I'm just like, this seems so stupid. And she's like, you know what? I want to film you downloading and using Snapchat because I think that would be entertaining. I'm like, I'm not downloading this crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh and that and the video never happened but so i think i might be right there with you <laughs> okay good <laughs> i also have snapchat as well now never used mm-hmm. it i i followed a couple of people i know on it and that's about it yeah uh, oh i do watch there's a i can't remember the guy's name now um a closer look with some guy i can't remember his name like american personality guy who does news stuff I, anyway i follow him on snapchat and he's quite good but yeah uh, seth myers no that's it seth myers okay yeah. Yeah, yes. Close of looks, F Miles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I, okay. I think he's quite good. Uh, yeah, and but yeah, TikTok. All I can tell is it's girls in very tight clothing dancing and singing, but not actually singing. They're miming, or guys doing practical jokes on each other. Mm. That's what I found so far. Okay. Or actually, there was one magician guy who was quite good at magic, which I was like, that's pretty cool. But I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait because this has to be a recurring segment of Graham discovers the internet. And you just like there's like a new thing you discover, and you just you come and 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 tell us all about it. It's like you've come from like the distant future, and you're like finding and, and looking at these like primitive, new weird apps that these crazy you know Americans and whoever else signed, and you have to kind of tell us about it. And you're yeah, that, that sounds good. <laughs> if, you wow, hadn't, okay. if you had if you had had not yet discovered Instagram, we could call it Graham on the Gram. Yeah, oh. I mean, we could still call it that. It won't make any sense, but yeah, oh, that's, we got to do it now. Graham on the gram. <laughs> okay, <laughs> brilliant. Um, uh, what else have we been doing? Oh, oh uh, so I don't know if you know this, Scotty. Chris knows about this. Years and years and years ago, back where before, like I think Sega Nerds first started the original before TikTok. Sorry, before before <laughs> yeah. the. Before this TikTok and the, the Snapchat existed, um, I started writing a book, mm-hmm. um, oh, like a fantasy, okay. a fantasy novel. Oh, I did not know it, that. It's been taking a long time, partly because I started writing physically with my hand, like doing like you know, pen and paper, old school. And at one point, I was like, "Oh, I need to type this up at some point." So I then started typing it all up, started expanding on it. Had some breaks for a few years and stuff between jobs where I couldn't be bothered to do it. And finally, I finished the first book in it because it's it's gonna be more than one book now. It's too long, otherwise. But yeah, I finally finished the first book. Way cool. so yeah, uh, and then I started to read it again, and I realized there's loads of spelling mistakes. So I need to go through and reread it and check all the spelling mistakes out. Yeah, yeah, well, so that, that's that, why you get an editor or whatever. Well, uh, I'm being my own editor at the moment, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> or you just do spell check in Word. Yeah. There's a whole there's a whole thing. I, about I that. did I did use spell check, and it missed out on some things. Like there's some bits where we've got like added words, or I'd use the wrong word to describe something, but it's technically not an incorrect word, so you kind mm. of didn't pick up on it. So yeah. Uh, anyway, it's, it's things like that. Silly well, congrats! Things, so, like, so that's a huge yeah, accomplishment, cool. dude. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's it's many many hundreds of thousands of words. So yeah, it's it's like. Yeah, it's ridiculously long, uh, but I'm really happy about it. 
Um, You'll probably finish all of your books before we get the next uh, Game of Thrones novel, though. <laughs> because he, yeah, he's not doing a lot these days. Oh, yeah, like. he, he probably doesn't need to, does he? Yeah, he's, he's got, rich. He's got the, Why he's is got he the TV money. The story's technically finished by TV standards, so yeah. mm. you can just go, that was my ending. Screw I read on, on Reddit a theory that um, someone said that he doesn't actually plan to even finish the books. Like he's oh, just gonna like just not ever do it and just <laughs> die and, <laughs> and keep keep like the his I guess version of the ending like a secret I don't know hmm. oh. crazy yeah people will just spit on his grave if he does that I can tell oh yeah <laughs> yeah man um, other small things in my life uh, oh I got a DCMU uh, if you know what that thing is we do but that. I don't think the world does. Well, let's let's tell the world. So a DCMU is a little chipboard thing that can take an SD card and you replace your GD-ROM drive, the thing that reads the disks in your in your Dreamcast. You remove that, put this little chipboard thing in, and instead of running games from disks, you can run games off SD cards. So you can put like tons of games onto an SD card and you have like a little menu system and you select the game and play it. And uh yeah, it works, but also at the same time, I think I may have broken my Dreamcast doing it. I'm not entirely sure. It's become my Dreamcast has become very temperamental now. Um, mm. I'm not sure if it's overheating or something, or maybe I've got too many games loaded on the SD card. Because at one point I had like four or five games loaded and it was running brilliantly. I thought I'm going to fill out my SD card, so I put on like 30 games, and uh, now it's not so happy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure what to do, um, and I think it also. Do you know what the Acura is? I think it's called that. Acura? Acura? It's like a... That's the HDMI uh, thing? Yes. Yeah, so it makes... Basically, it's a really good HDMI upscaler. It's quite expensive, but it's actually really good. It's a lot better than those um, HDMI pound cables you can buy. Mm. The quality of the picture is fantastic. Um, And my one stopped working now with my Dreamcast after I did the GDM new thing, and it's a bit weird. Mm. <laughs> so, oh, it stopped working? Yeah. yeah, I can't get any picture from it. I thought well, my whole Dreamcast oh, no. is broken. And I plugged in the the HDMI pound cable thing, and it worked. That works. Oh, but yeah, no. the Akira thing is stopped. Do you have working. another Dreamcast ah. you can test it out on? Oh, I do. Yes, I need to find it. I think it's 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 boxed away somewhere. So I need to find that actually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a bit of a bummer. The but yeah, the pound cable thing works. So I don't think it's my Dreamcast as such. But yeah, so the GDM thing is a really cool idea, but. Uh, it, it it does seem to be kind of temperamental at the moment. So, yeah, not sure what to do with that. Um, I'd like to try and play PSO with it on mine, see if that can get that working, because that could be fun. But, yeah, it's a good idea. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. If it doesn't, um, it took your Dreamcast. Yeah, because like, there's been reports that basically the GD, the GD, uh, the disk drive, basically, um, uh, pulls in a lot of power, so, like, the the electricity that's going into the Dreamcast, like a lot of that's taken up by the disk drive, which makes sense. But without the disk drive, the, the GDMU um, board thing is doesn't need as much power. So basically, the Dreamcast starts to get a lot hotter because too much power is basically going into it. So and it's not some like people saying expending enough yeah, of it. Yeah, so people are like replacing the power boards with different ones or putting in um, I can't remember what they're called now. These little things that. Re- Resistors, that's it. Resistors. They put in resistors, which basically eat up electricity or whatever without 
wow doing anything basically um so yeah so i, have to I never that knew way. that's what a resistor does but i guess it huh. kind of makes sense hmm. uh i believe that's what it does i've, I've seen people talk about them <laughs> using resistors so and it made sense to me so i'm like okay resistors that's what they do now <laughs> so i feel like this is becoming just way more expensive than it's actually worth yeah maybe <laughs> um <laughs> But I mean, one day all these Dreamcast disc drives are gonna are gonna die. So we need to keep keep the dream alive, as they say. Um, oh, yeah, yep. yeah, um, and yeah, because if you burn CDs and stuff, apparently that wears down the disc drives as well, and all sorts. Yeah, so... I think the motor spins faster to run those or read those than the GD ROMs or something. Mm, yeah, something like that. And yeah, there's all kinds of urban legends yeah. around it. Yeah, but, I don't know um, if it's ever been, you know, like actually proven it does that though, has it? Oh, uh, I don't know. I've I've had enough rumors that I feel like it's true, but then again, who knows? That they, they, they are rumors, I guess. I don't know if anyone's. I realize I've been playing Marvel versus Capcom two off a of boot disc for decades, and I, it's not really had any problems on that Dreamcast. So mm. I don't know. Okay, okay. Well, maybe maybe it's a fantasy then. Maybe. <laughs> um. But, but yeah, I, I, next time on the show, I'll report to my DCMU, see if it uh, has actually cooked my Dreamcast or not. Um, and yeah, if it, I, to... I, see, try cooking an egg on your Dreamcast while you're mm. playing. <laughs> the ultimate okay, test. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that will be a, just one other feature that the Dreamcast can do that the PS3 can't. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, oh, another thing that might interest you mostly, Chris, I guess, is I've been sorting out some of my old PCs and laptops. Like, I've got an old Vista laptop and a Windows XP uh, PC, ah. and I found old Sega nerds, like, uh, articles and pictures Uh-oh. and stuff on them. Dude, what it's, about it's, um, actually episodes of the podcast? I have got some. I've got Ooh. some of the raw recordings. Um, oh, I might have yeah. some full recordings. Dude, yeah. yeah. Find those, because I would love to put them... Because I, I have everything that we've done, you know, back in the past um, online, but there's still a bunch that I'm missing. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll see what I've got, because um, it's between the different computers, it's like a bit of a mismatch of what I've found. But yeah, like I found some like old articles which sounded quite interesting. Um, Repost them. Yeah. Maybe we can, or maybe we can put them in the magazine. Let's put them in the magazine. Yeah, that'll yeah, like, as fresh content <laughs> for like Wii games and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure everyone <laughs> wants to read about that. <laughs> uh, I've got an article from when I first went to the Nintendo flat in London when Sega invited me for Mario and Sonic or something. I don't even remember uh, that. Yeah, that's amazing. That's such a fun day. I think I went into every single detail about that flat because I was so excited about going to a press event. <laughs> <laughs> like the talk, I think I talked about the toilet and stuff. How the toilet had nice air freshener and stuff. It was ridiculous. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, so those are things I've done basically. Yeah, um, not much else to report, I guess. Uh, just stuck in lockdown and doing a book and looking at TikToks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, all right, uh, Scotty, what have you been up to? Yeah, um, so I guess I mentioned not doing much in this quarantine. I myself have been trying to learn a song a week on guitar, or at least pick it up more, because it's right next to me where I sit throughout the day. That's something I'm going to miss if I go back to work, or when I go back to work, whatever. Just bring it uh, back with you. Just bring it with you. And just, yeah, everyone just will love it. that. <laughs> um, 
but I actually played the Sega Saturn version of Tomb Raider recently on a stream, and I had never really sat down with a Tomb Raider, and I, yeah, believe it or not, um, and, and I'm sure part of that had to do with how I was a Sega Saturn kid before a PS1 kid, uh, or teen or whatever, but... Whoa, I, um, whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> what? So, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider was originally released on the Sega Saturn before any other machine. Yes. Before PC, before PlayStation. So, yes. Tomb Raider is the Saturn baby. It, it is. <laughs> it sure is. Um, but I was playing. I was streaming that and uh, played for a good four hours because I was getting super lost in some parts. Because that I see why people enjoy that game and probably enjoy that series. Um, the controls have not aged well, but they did what they could without mm-hmm. one uh, or, or without dual sticks. Um, and uh, you know, having only so it actually the game probably works better that you don't have control over the camera. Um, but just you know, jumping from ledges and stuff like that it was aggravating as hell. Uh, one dude, shout outs to the Akira Blade was his name on Twitch. He was basically the human strategy guide as as I was going through. Um, but it it's aged all right. Um, but the the you know that polag polag uh, polagonal era. Uh, it's it's hard to find things that you need to and like be able to see in the foreground and the background like what you're looking <laughs> for exactly. Um, in in the level I ended on, I'm gonna keep playing it, gonna keep streaming it because I did like it a lot. Um, and I recently acquired it from uh, 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 somebody in the Discord. Um, we uh, he hooked me up with a couple of Saturn games, that a stall and Puzzle Fighter, uh, Street Fighter oh, Two. Oh no way! Yeah, I, I've been I've been hunting for that mainly for the case, which is so stupid. But that's uh, for those that don't know, a stall on the Sega Saturn had a, a misprint on the spines of its jewel case, where the logo of the game does not appear. It just says Sega Saturn on the sides there, uh, and <laughs> and it is a decent two D game too. Um, it's like it's one really and a half well. sort of two player. Yeah, it is. Uh, but um, but no, yeah. So Tomb Raider was cool. Tomb Raider is. Um, it, oh, the the level that I ended on, you had to find these gears to put into this wall to move all oh, these gears around. On. Yeah, but the the gears themselves has have no depth, so they're just like a flat uh, pallet on the ground <laughs> or something. So you can't. So once I learned that, I was like, every time I would get up to the top of something or in a corner of something, I'd like stare at the ground and be like, "Where's the thing that sort of looks like a gear on this horribly pixelated?" And I had it in my. It was being upresed as well, which kind of helped, but it was just it was rough looking. But I still enjoyed it because I I like adventure games like that. Um, never played too many in the Uncharted games, uh, and uh, but you know this is kind of where they all started. Mm-hmm. Just to check, was that the Lost Valley level? Yeah, that full oh boy. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It, it was. It. I actually did get spooked when the T Rex popped out of nowhere. Um, oh yeah, because it was like <laughs> I. Uh, I had codes ready, like cheat codes for infinite ammo if I needed them, but I felt like I was moving around all right that I. I didn't need them, um, but I was. After that T-Rex incident, I'm like, I just have to find somewhere to hide because the AI is really dumb and will not get close enough to chomp me down. So, um, but I did get spooked though because it is all, yeah, that's all like within a temple. So there's no um, mm-hmm. sunlight or anything. So he really is popping out of the shadows and stuff. Um, 
and there's raptors as well. But it, it's cool. Yeah. It was it was fun going through that with especially with people watching me that are very familiar with it, um, helping me <laughs> out and probably being more patient than most to watch me just fall multiple. Well, that that same level you probably remember, Graham. There's a part um, near the start of it where it's just like a, a a stream or something going through, and you have mm-hmm. to carefully jump over these certain spots, otherwise you fall into the river and go all the way back down and blah blah blah. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but, but I'm enjoying well. it. Yeah, yeah but I, excellent. I think what I'm going to do, I thought about buying a physical guide, but that, uh, unfortunately, it's difficult to find the strategy guide for Tomb Raider 1 because Tomb Raider released again just under the name Tomb Raider. <laughs> so, um, But I thought, you know what, I'll find it because I just want the maps. Uh, just in case I get super lost again, I want a physical map to look at while I'm playing this game. Um, cause I feel like that'll help me more than anything. Not even like a step-by-step paragraphs of what to do, but just a, just a physical map. Um, yeah. maybe I'll try out the other ones eventually, but I'm, I'm enjoying going through this on the Saturn anyway. Uh, and just kind of showing people, you know, some stuff that were, that was good on the retro Sega consoles. Ooh, yeah. Um, we, uh, I'll mention this because you, you weren't on the last one, Graham, but I don't know if you're ever been into the 32 X, but, mm-hmm. uh, I played Tempo for the first time and played that through, and that is an amazing platforming game. Ooh, um, I've not played that. Yeah, if you if you like platformers, I recommend trying to find Tempo. Probably just the cartridge, because who knows what price it it's trying to fetch. We don't want to ask Chris over there what he paid for it. But well, yeah, I, I did end up getting it based off uh, oh like listening to and, and seeing some of the stream, Scotty. So uh, it was like during a po- one of the podcasts a few weeks ago when you were telling me about and then i just like Mm -hmm. bid on a sealed copy uh and it it went for a lot i'll tell you that um i ended up winning it and i have it right (laughs) here i have not opened it yet but i can say it 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 does look like it's legitimately sealed though oh bullshit okay no no no. the reason why is that on the rear part of um the case it has like a one of those hard plastic tabs that would allow like uh like a retailer to put it on like kind of like a rack like slide it on a rack or whatever um it has one of those it has one of these those tabs on the back but it's like really discolored it's like kind of turned yellow and stuff because of how old it is (laughs) you'll have to take a picture because i'm not entirely sure what you're referring to so okay so like um so you know how the genesis uh you know clamshells have that tab on top Oh, oh yeah, yeah the hook, that's, the that's, that's yeah. part yeah. of the case, right? So yeah. this, the, the old ones, this one has it too, but it's a, a clear plastic like thing that pops up from the back. Um, it's like much thinner than like the one that's attached to like the top of the Genesis cases. This one just kind of it flips, you know, from the back um, upwards, so you can uh, slide it on there. Anyway, it has that attached to it, but so, it's still in the cardboard type thing. Yes. Yeah. So the okay, the like the, the the plastic is around the cardboard, um, but on the back side it has one of those things. So that okay. that makes me feel like it's legit, like sealed and not just you know shrink wrapped again by someone. But uh, I'll have. To, I'm very curious. You'll have to take a picture of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Um, but, so. It is wow. it is a solid platformer though. It has goofy fun mini games as well, and it, it's it's just a shame it's never been on anything else. There was a, a sort of sequel on Saturn that is like hundreds of dollars and only released in Japan, um, and there was kind of a dumbed down Game Gear version released as well. But... got it now. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Don't do it. <laughs> 
What is the what was the name of the sequel? Nothing. <laughs> Temp tempoier. Yeah, yeah, tempo tempoer die uh tempo harder. Um I'm not telling you because you're gonna you need to <laughs> I know what it's called now. I just you, need to, you have children to support. Tempo Junior? That's on the game gear. Yep. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Uh what else have Super I been doing? Tempo. Yeah. I mean no, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's only five hundred dollars. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. There's one for six hundred and fifty. Oh wow. Um, and then another one for five sixteen. Uh, yeah, well, you know, just skip your mortgage once and you'll be fine. Um wow. people people pay that much for video games. Whoa. Don't, what are you people Super, doing? I found I found it one used for eight hundred and seventy four pounds. Oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh anyway. On other things that won't break your bank that I've been playing. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Corey and I were going to do for the Thursday Night Throwdown stream. We were going to play Super Bomberman R because I had mentioned I was having fun with that on my Switch. And he bought it recently. And we were going to try to get a group. Uh, it ended up being just me and him, which is fine. We thought, whatever, we'll play online and then against computer players. Uh, surprise, unlike every Bomberman game before, you can't play against CPU and person what? And humans online. So I'm just like, multiplayer is the essence of Bomberman. What have you done? Oh, my God. Um, this was one, this was a, a game put out by Konami because Konami had bought Hudson Soft by now. So I just, I claim yeah. that they Konami'd it up. Um, so that that was kind of lame. We just need to get more people, I guess, physically playing it. Because you can do offline, like, couch um, multiplayer against CPUs. Like, even just one player against all CPUs, but it, whatever. Yeah. Um, so oh. instead, so, we, you know, we, oh, we were going to say something, Graham? I was just going to say, so you need some more people to come and play Switch with you. Mm-hmm. I could do mm-hmm. that, maybe. I'll be up for that. Nice. <laughs> and it's, it's a cheaper game now. Um, but it, um, what drove that was like, I, I got it at launch for the Switch. I didn't even get a Switch. I ended up giving my pre-order to a buddy. And cause I was like, well, I'll get Bomberman, support Bomberman. And I'll just play it at his house. Cause he just got a Switch. And, um, and then I didn't touch it for a couple years, got a Switch now, turn on Bomberman, crazy update happened, and since it's by Konami, you have, like, Castlevania and Silent Hill and Ninja, uh, what's it called, Goemon characters in there. So, like, Pyramid Head is a Bomberman, um, Xavier Woods for no reason, the wrestler is a Bomberman in there, and it's crazy. So, like, they just need no marketing for this, otherwise people definitely would have hopped on with all the dumb Konami characters, but whatever. Um... So we thought, all right, well, that's that's shot in the foot. So what else can we do online while we're both sitting on our Switches? We started playing through NES and Super Nintendo stuff that you that Nintendo gives you um, by doing their online service. And there's a good bit of stuff, but I never thought I'd say this, but props to Nintendo how they handle their classics in the online service because we were playing, um, uh, what's it called, Mac and, oh, crap, that, that dinosaur game, Joe and Mac, uh, co-op we were running around in that we were playing kirby's dream course we were playing um like old tennis and hockey games and whatever else but you can just hand the controller over virtually to your buddy or you can just play it two player we're playing like excite bike and stuff nothing's changed with these games except they add online multiplayer and that it's really cool 
yeah, it's really cool. It's really simply done. Um, there was a decent amount of lag in some parts, but uh, we we had fun just playing through a bunch of those things. Uh, we I think we ended the night with Mario Kart, uh, Super Mario Kart. So that was kind of just kind of crazy. That sort of blew my mind that we were playing Mario Kart online in a legitimate fashion. Um, wow. And uh, but oh, I didn't even add it on the list. Tying into Graham's Dreamcast shenanigans, I also have some Dreamcast shenanigans going on. Woo-hoo. I finally got a Dream Pie. So yeah, you did. Yeah. So the Raspberry Pi f- craze started, I guess, like last year, two years ago. You know, um, and I guess if if people don't know what the Raspberry Pi is, it's essentially a box of emulators and ROMs where you. It has a couple of USB inputs, and you can download different libraries onto it and play whatever. Well, someone else took that and manipulated some things and uh, add in a USB router, and it allows your, the DreamPie allows you to take your Dreamcast back online and use it as if it's 1999 again. And it we did this two years ago in the marathon. Um, PC Wizard 13, shout out to him on on Twitter. I'll link the site where you can get all this stuff, but it's uh, dreamcastlive.net has all the information if you guys want to look into this. Um, but two years ago in the marathon, we uh, TJ uh, Kitsune, one of the members of staff now, he brought his Dream Pie and we played Ooga Booga and we played Choo Choo Rocket online and it was just nuts. It, it, it still blows my mind to this day that mm-hmm. we played those games online with other people uh, through the Dreamcast, so I got one of those. It took me two hours to troubleshoot it yesterday. It was I was losing my mind a little bit, but I got it up and running. Downloaded the updated stuff, and what was the first thing I did? Loaded up Sonic Adventure and downloaded a Christmas tree and New Year's bullshit <laughs> for Station Square. Brilliant, brilliant. So, um, I had those little, and this is, and that was nostalgic for me because I still remember like. Um, basically waiting until my parents were asleep and hooking up the phone lines. Whoa! And hooking up uh, the phone line, that's okay, to my Dreamcast and downloading the big Christmas event, which literally all it does is put a Christmas tree in Station Square and I think another part of Station Square or something. Um, And I thought that was the future. And it plays Christmassy music as well. There you go. I think so, (laughs) yeah. The... This, like, Millennium Y2K thing, there's a big ring in Station Square that says, and, and, like, posters with sonic knuckles and tails that says like happy new year 2000 whatever but you can also find the rings within um certain stages of the game and you run into it and just kind of plays music and that's it um but uh i also so the reason i'm telling all the stories because i have not on i have not actually played anything online with anyone yet (laughs) but um (laughs) I also checked out the Jet Set Radio stuff. Like, you can download graffiti and uh, look at leaderboards of people's time trials and stuff. Um, But DreamcastLive.net, they actually regularly play stuff. So I think um, it's Sunday that we're recording this, so I didn't get it set up in time. But they do – let me see here. Check out the schedule real quick. Uh, They do PSO every Saturday, but they do uh, Fraggin' Friday with Quake 3 Arena. So I might try to hit that up. Um, this coming Friday, and I'll report back on how well that works. Uh, but it's just nuts. Like they just recently add worms. Um, oh, it, nice. It, it's it's just crazy to me. Like 
Alien Front Online, you can play Choo Choo Rocket. This is all by the fan community as they set up these servers again. They run the servers. Uh, there's a Discord and there's a forum and stuff, and you can talk to people like, hey, let's set up an Ooga Booga match. Let's set up, uh, uh, what's it called, Quake 3, Unreal Tournament, even Sega Swirl, um, you know, yeah. crazy stuff like that. Fantasy Star, of course. So I think Super Monaco GP2 or something as well is one of the games, like uh, one of the Formula One games. Because it might still be on there. Yeah, it is still on there. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Metropolis Street Racer. Like, there's a couple on there. Uh, some that have been like some games that have kind of been dumped that were never released. Like Internet Game Pack is just a bunch of random like solitaire and and different card games. And um, there's one called Maximum Pool that I don't I don't know that that oh. ever got a release outside of the U.S. Um, I, th- I feel like I feel like it got a release in the UK. I might double check that because maybe it was like one that released way later on or something in the in the library because I don't remember ever seeing that. Um, but anyway, like like I would honestly sit online and just that would be a very cool chill thing to just sit there and play pool with people, maybe talk in the Discord or whatever. So um, mm-hmm. it blows my mind that it exists. Uh, if I can get this set up, anyone can get this set up. <laughs> It required a little bit of looking at coding and stuff, and I'm not an IT guy, um, but it's possible, and I recommend, I, 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 for those super curious, the overall full set of everything that you need, um, outs, and not having to go and hunt down your own USB modem and all that stuff was 100 bucks altogether. I, I highly recommend it because of what it does, and assuming you already have the library and have people to play online with, because it's just crazy to me. Um, but Graham, you have one of these. I think Chris, do you have one of these too, or did you? Uh, I know that TJ has one. Graham, I have I, one. I, you do have one. Okay. Yep. Um, I wasn't sure if you did, and I was like complaining to Rachel as I was having so many issues. I'm like, it's fitting that the people that are somewhat into IT are the only ones on the Megavision staff that have this stuff because I cannot <laughs> figure out what the hell I'm doing. I I didn't have that much problems with it. So what uh, what did it, what was like the the issue that you're having? So all it was, um, first, I, I did realize at first I shouldn't have been trying to connect to my 2.5 gigahertz internet. I should have done the 2.4. Um, and what happened was the actual USB uh, modem, it has two lights on it that should be lighting up. Only one of mine were. Um, and so I kept looking at the code, and the Discord was very helpful. This is a, it, Really, the community behind this is amazing because they're all very nice. They're all very willing to help, very patient. Um, and, uh, they were troubleshooting stuff with me. And then eventually I took the mini SD out of there, plugged it into my computer, downloaded the updated driver. And that was actually all I needed to do. And then just rearranged to make sure it didn't try to look for the arguably better internet connection in my house. Um, because it just can't, the Dreamcast can't support that. Um, and so, excuse me. So what I essentially fixed what internet it was trying to find and also downloaded the most updated image file and that's what fixed it. So I should have done that first, but I think I got too excited and just plugged everything in. So um, once it's all said and done, you kind of have like three things daisy-chained from your Dreamcast, but uh, but it works now and I'm going to try to figure out, I think TJ and I, he was trying to, we were trying to figure out a way to get Megafision's graffiti downloaded into Jet Set Radio. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> try to do that and then try to like give that to the community or something. But, um, yeah, we got to figure something out, Graham and Chris, so we can all play and like set up nights for the maybe PSO or maybe even something just as simple as like choo choo rocket or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Star Lancer. Yeah. I'd be up for PSO if anyone's up for that. Cause that, 
for me is the pinnacle of Dreamcast online gaming. Nice. Oh, you know what else is on there um, is, and I, I learned of this from your sort of review or feature on it, Graham, in a previous digital issue, Megavisions, Planet Ring is available. Oh, no way. Yeah. Sweet. So that's yeah. crazy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've not really played Planet Ring. I, I, I own two copies of it. I haven't actually <laughs> played it. <laughs> um yeah i need to try and get mine back up online because i haven't actually used my dream pie for about a year or two now i can't remember. must be over a year easily um and i've changed my internet provider to a new router so that's gonna be fun mm-hmm. you have to set that up maybe you have to download a new thing as well i don't know but uh yeah, i found I it I've, i found it all packaged up it's all good nice. to, it's all good to go so i can plug it in hopefully nice yeah. nice nice yeah it's it's real super easy to um to get everything downloaded and once you uh what oh uh, this is hilarious this is what kind of cracked me up more and somehow it made up for me just getting angry is like i have a web browser disc um for those that also don't know um the dreamcast had a built-in modem but you had to have a disc to actually use the internet uh (laughs) so yeah so Every dream, I think every Dreamcast came with a web browser disc, and then eventually there was Web Browser 2.0. But the Dreamcast magazine, I don't know if they did this in the UK, Graham, but a couple issues of the Dreamcast magazine would have like Web Browser 2.6 and other stuff, you know, um, mm. along with all their game demos and everything. So the yeah. web browser didn't work. And then you can also even use Quake 3 Arena to set up your IP and everything. So that didn't work for me. Finally, I found another demo disc that had Web Browser 2.6 that allowed me to get online with this thing. So it's a good thing I was subscribed to the magazine years ago, I guess. But that just cracked me up that the disc that it came with didn't work. I couldn't use a game that used it. I found a demo disc that had the web browser on it. So that's, that's the struggles we deal with. Yeah. Oh man. But it's I I think you sort of snaked on the head that the community behind this has been amazing. Just getting yeah. back in line, getting people excited to play, and you know, even just the schedules and stuff. There's also I don't know if you know there's a thing, it's not quite well it's obviously not quite as good as like Xbox Live or, you know, PSN, but there's a thing if you register with the boards and stuff, oh when you go yeah. online on your Dream Pie, it shows that you're online on the Dreamcast on the Dreamcast Live website. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. it kind of so like people can see. Oh, Scotty's online, basically. Um, yeah, and kind of the closest thing to like a game. friends list. Yeah, it's. It, I think that's just such a cool little touch they've managed to add to this whole thing because like that yeah. never existed back in the day. This like this is stuff that didn't exist. It's, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, that's what. And I, I was talking about it on the stream with Corey. I, I mentioned it. Or no, actually, I think this was off the stream. We were just BSing after. But I was telling him how cool and excited I am to get it hooked up. And he's like, yeah, because it's all nostalgia. I'm like, no, dude, I never, like, I missed the boat on all this stuff. I would, like, download event things. I think I maybe played a game of Choo Choo Rocket. But I was telling him, like, no, what blows my mind is that this, is, this exists now in 2020. And that the fan base and the online community is probably more active now than it was in 2000. <laughs> wow yeah just <laughs> with the consistency and everything but um oh, yeah. yeah it's really cool I'll, I'll shoot a link i'll put a link in the description for this podcast for where to find this stuff for those that are interested um i would love it if we could get like a regular maybe even bi-weekly or monthly thing going with with people in the discord and stuff to try to try to just have some fun with this yeah i'd be up for that now that i'm working from home more i can more easily do it nice like, hang out with your kids I would say if you have trouble hooking it up, hit me up, Graham, but I don't know that I'd be much help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Honestly, what helped uh, the most was the uh, the online on the Dreamcast site there I mentioned is their step by step stuff. Uh, they have a mm. lot of good troubleshooting areas in there. Yeah, that's so cool. awesome. Yeah. Other than yeah. that, um, uh, we watched more sliders for some reason, and yeah. we <laughs> saw yeah. we saw um, the new Scooby Doo movie, um, which was okay. Yeah. I'm we not the biggest. That was, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, like I dug it. it. It's getting a lot of hate because that's what the internet does. Um, what? I don't like. I don't understand what there is hate about that. The one of the the best part about it for me. I mean, other than the fact that I thought it was a good Scooby Doo story, uh, but all the other Hanna Barbera like cameos. Oh yeah, them were awesome. I I loved Hanna Barbera growing up, so mm-hmm. I I really mm-hmm. dug all of the, all of those. They're so cool. Yeah, a lot of I mean overall it was like more a Hanna-Barbera movie than it was a Scooby-Doo movie, I guess. Um I I dug the intro homage that they did. Uh and like I guess Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's I like pretty it. cool. I won't spoil anything, but Rachel is a bigger fan of Scooby-Doo than I am and she said it didn't really feel Scooby-Dooish cuz there wasn't really much of a mystery to be solved. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I can see that. It does kind of follow just animated TV trope or animated film tropes at some points but it was still a fine movie i don't i don't know why people want to be mad who cares really it's gonna do well enough that they'll 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 fix it as long as they don't bring up scrappy doo we'll be fine what so there's no scrappy doo no oh, thank god man. i hate i hate I, like <laughs> I will never forget an old issue of of wizards of the coast had like worst sidekicks of all time. Number two was Scrappy Doo, and I think number <laughs> one was uh, uh, Schnarf from Thundercats. <laughs> you got, oh no 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 sir! Schnarf was brilliant. Schnarf. <laughs> oh god. Like, I, I understand the hate for Scrappy Doo. I didn't. I personally didn't hate him, but I understand the hate. But Snarf? What was wrong with Snarf? I I don't know. That's just the facts. <laughs> I wonder if Orko was on there as well. Probably. Oh, was it? oh wow. From uh I forget <laughs> He-Man. now. He Man, yeah. Is that yeah, He Man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm done monopolizing the platform though. That's everything I've done. Sweet. Nice. Um Graham, I'm gonna get into just what I've been doing, then I'll uh, throw it back to you to to tell us what you've been playing. Graham's oh, like, sure, yeah. message, messaging me. I, I see the message. <laughs> <laughs> on he's like i didn't get my turn oh sorry no, I, I did not say it that way you, you're very angry and, and it's angry of a tone that only a brit can can do and by that i say, I say sir <laughs> yeah. well you may as well do it now then graham no, i'll wait for chris chris can go first he hasn't spoken <laughs> thank you um so now i'm i'm um semi-officially retired from the air force like i'm basically on my terminal leave uh basically all the vacation days that i had saved up um right up until the end so i won't officially uh be retired until the last day of june so june 30th will be my like last official day but basically i'm just off uh you know from now until you know the end of next month and so i'm just hanging out um but I'm basically a uh, stay-at-home dad that's also like teaching and being tutoring, uh, uh, you know, for my kids who are you know doing homeschool right now. And so I was hoping or thinking, you know, you know, like months and months ago, like looking into like this time frame, I was like, man, this is gonna be so great because I'm gonna be able to like focus on the magazine. I'll have 
you know, time away from work. I could finally do this. And man, I'm more busy now, <laughs> like just stuff around the house, like doing with the kids and stuff. And Jamie has just recently gone back to work. And so now I'm basically like, uh, from a lot of the days now, like I'm, you know, the only parent here and, uh, it's, it's a weird reversal, not reversal of roles, but like for me, like being like a stay at home dad kind of for now is, is kind of weird taking some getting used to but I, i'm actually really enjoying it as well like i i'm around my family a lot more so that yeah. that's been good for me I, will, are you finding I, that the tick go, go ahead, go oh, ahead I'll, I'll say real quick because it might tailor into what you're gonna ask um but i i was gonna say it went from chris being excited about retiring and then excited about finishing up this issue of the magazine and then he just disappeared from discord for like two weeks <laughs> He's just not, not saying anything. So I was like, hey, so um, do you want to do this once the magazine shipped out? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've just, it's been, I'm like, I figured everything got crazier after you left work than it, it was before. It so like, what, I, what I'm going to try to do this week, I'm going to try to switch it up because we had, I, I was with like all the kids downstairs as they were doing all their work. And seriously, like it's like I'm going from Odin, then I'm going to like helping the twins out with stuff. And in between that, I'm like, you know, like cleaning up and like, you know, doing dishes or whatever, you know, laundry, whatever needs to be done. And so like, I, I have no times. Whereas like at work, I can, you know, take, you know, like five, 10 minutes, you know, and, and see what's up on discord or whatever. Talk to you guys um, at home. I feel like it's just more constant. You know, I, I don't get those kind of breaks mm -hmm. um, like I did, but mm -hmm. anyway, this week, what I'm going to try to do um is I'm going to try to bring Odin upstairs in my room where I have my like work computer and everything. Um, and I'm going to try to start working from here while he's like sitting next to me, um, like doing all of his schoolwork. And so that when he does need me, um, I can just kind of turn the chair around and I'm like right there. And so like in between that, I'm going to see how that works to see if I can be more productive on the magazine side of things. Uh, this upcoming Ooh. week. So um, Keep the one closest that, to you that's most likely to set something else on fire. That's going to be Odin. <laughs> that's <laughs> right here. Um, but outside of that, I've been uh, shipping issues. So issues are going out uh, for issue nine. Um, we've now shipped off all of the North, uh, or not North America, I should say, uh, those living in the United States. Um, so we're going to start with uh, Canada, uh, which will be going out uh, Monday, Tuesday. And then from there, it's going to be international for the rest of the week. And, Hopefully by the end of this next week, we will have shipped out everything for our Patreon subscribers. And then from there, we will launch um, the listing on our website uh, so people can actually just go there uh, and purchase it directly from, from us outside of Patreon. So exciting stuff. We're done with this issue. Thank God. Whew. Thank God. In the yeah. bank. In the, yeah. Another yeah. issue in the bank. In the bank. So, um, hadn't been playing a lot uh, uh, lately, but we have been watching some stuff. Um, I'm gonna the I I watched this this movie. We it was last night or maybe the night before. It was the night before. Um, Jamie and I were kind of like searching around, like on Netflix, just trying to find something. And I came across this movie that I'd never even heard of before. It was it's called The Wrong Missy, and it stars. Uh, David Spade, and actually has a lot of the the Happy Madison uh, like guys in it that are in all the Adam Sandler movies. 
has a lot of them in it, uh, like Rob Schneider and a bunch of the other dudes. Um, but then it stars this uh, this this female that I've not been familiar with. Her name's like Lauren Lapkus. Lapkus. Okay, thanks. Yep. For that. Um, never heard of her before, and she blew me away. Like she was hilarious in this movie. Um, the basic premise is. Like David Spade um, is like looking, you know, he's like he's on Tinder. He's this kind of older guy that's like looking for, you know, a girlfriend. He's been struggling, um, but he's just kind of a successful like business guy. Uh, and he ends up going on this blind date with this girl named Melissa. And she's a psychopath. She's crazy. Gets him into she basically gets him beat up um, or almost beat up by um, uh, like a WWE wrestler. Um, and Roman Reigns is his name, uh, in a bar is pretty funny. Um, and then, so he finally gets away from that crazy woman. Uh, and then he's on a business trip a few days later and he actually bumps into this beautiful like woman, uh, in the airport and they end up, uh, like missing their flights because of like the circumstance between them. And so they, uh, end up like getting a drink at a bar and they just hit it off like they're you know like everything they they love uh you know they all their interests are the same and stuff it's just really weird and so um he ends up getting her phone number before uh she leaves uh for her flight um and then fast forward a couple weeks um he's been talking to to her and you know things are kind of heating up and his work is going out uh, to like a uh kind of like a vacation type thing in hawaii like a a business retreat and he can invite, you know, plus one. And so he ends up inviting, uh, you know, Melissa, the Melissa from the, the airport, like this beautiful woman that, um, you know, he had it off with, he's inviting her. And so then we see him on the plane waiting for uh, Melissa to come. And out of nowhere, it's the crazy girl from before, like the blind date, she shows up. And what ends up happening is, um, should I say it, Graham? Is that spoiler? Uh, I mean, it's in the ad, but it's in the trailer. It, so yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah. in the trailer. So yeah, so it's it's the original. They're both named Melissa somehow. <laughs> both of these girls are named Melissa. So uh, David Spade is like texting the wrong girl unknowingly, mm. and they've been like, you know, like it's been getting hot and heavy. They're doing all talking all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, I guess as people do, um, and he ends up inviting the wrong girl. And so he's kind of stuck with her in Hawaii. And she is just like, I don't even know how to describe her, Graham. Like what? Like she's just (laughs) anything like it's the like the worst possible outcome in any social circumstance that you could imagine. She's doing those things. And like Hmm. it's like she's just putting David Spade in these like uncomfortable situations time after time. Um, You ended up watching it too, Graham. Like what did you think of this? Yeah. So I actually watched it today. I've I've been meaning to watch it for a few days because it came onto Netflix like maybe a week or so ago. I'm not sure. Quite recent. But yeah, I had it on my watch list and then you sort of put up that you'd seen it and you enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, I'm watching it. And I watched it earlier today. I thought it was hilarious. It was so funny. Like there's some really, it's one of those movies that it's, it's not the greatest movie in the world. It's kind of a traditional stereotypical story. But some of the scenes and situations were so funny and so well done. <laughs> and she was, she was brilliant. Um, yeah, like this. Some it's it's very much more for the adults, I guess. Like some of the scenes are something quite rude. There's a bit, a bit on the plane with Chadwick. Oh my god! When I saw that, <laughs> those who watch it will know. Like I 
bursted out laughing. Like I've not, I have not laughed in a movie like that in for in yeah. so long. And it was a hundred percent because of like, of her, like David Spade is basically doing that same kind of David Spade character that he's done for, for years. Um, but she stole the show, man. Like she was so good. Like her facial like expressions and just like physical comedy is so <laughs> great. She's so yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god, so good. Yeah. Um, you gotta watch it, Scotty. Yeah, I, I can't be. I, good. I can't be say much. Can't be say stuff about ruining jokes or ruining parts of the story. But yeah, I. Yeah, I think it's it's very stereotypical sort of storyline stuff. But yeah, very good, very funny. Um, definitely worth a watch. Like one of those things, just 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 fun. It's just one of those fun movies. It's not going to change the world, though. So yeah, and it's, she was brilliant it's, in it. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, and it's a it's a movie that you can probably watch with. Um, uh like your girlfriend scotty and mm-hmm. yeah and like, i think rachel would like it it's, it's a it's a movie that you could sit down with your significant other i think uh guys and girls will both enjoy it and mm. uh, yeah I, I, I watched it with kate and she really enjoyed it so yeah she she was loving her she was she was so funny <laughs> um yeah um, so that, um odin has just like out of nowhere i don't i don't know how how we got onto it but um he's gotten into like creature feature type movies you know like with a giant like sci-fi movies with like giant uh like animals and and different things like that um because we started watching arachnophobia Uh, uh, that movie scared the crap out of me as a kid we didn't get to finish it though like we didn't we we try to watch it later in the day on amazon but somehow it was connected to like one of those like rip-off movies that came later of like you know you'll see something from like lord of the rings or like a rip-off movie of those or mm-hmm. that, that yeah. spider mania like yeah but it was called arachnophobia oh. but it was like, it was weird it was like just really bad so then we we're like crap okay this isn't working so we ended up watching uh eight-legged freaks which is, oh uh, god yeah I have not heard yeah. anything good about that movie. It's actually it's so, actually fun. Like it's a fun it I it I think it's it's intentionally uh campy. Hmm. Um yeah. and so if you if 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 you know that going in, like it's that it it's intentionally, you know, kind of poking fun at This is the movie from like nineteen ninety nine or something, yeah? Which we're about like Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not gonna look it up because I hate spiders, so I think it was early two thousands. Um, yeah, I. I oh, a second. Eight, Odin eight, corrected eight. me though. By the way, while you're typing that, um, Graham, it was. Uh, yeah, so Eight Legged Freaks wasn't the first one we watched before that. It was another one that we found um, called Big ASS Spiders. Oh, I've heard of that. Because I've Odin. That's a more room. recent one, I think. Yeah, and yeah. Th- it was. Um, God, who was the starring actor? Greg Grumberg from Heroes. Looks it. Oh, wow, Heroes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he's in it, and uh, and they, they've got a couple really good actors in this movie, and it was way better than it had any business being. Like, it was actually funny. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the comedy between them two. Um, the, the CGI and stuff is, like, sci-fi level. But hmm. there was actually it was actually a pretty good movie. It was funny between um, like uh, that Greg you said Grunberg, yeah, because um, he's the guy. I think he's also in um, he's in either Spider Man or the Iron Man movies too, right? Uh, 
thought, isn't he the assistant, or am I thinking uh, of the? No, 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 that's John Favreau. Yeah. No, oh yeah, yeah, John Favreau's in um, uh, Spider-Man. Uh, okay, I get them mixed up then. He wasn't <laughs> the Star Wars movies, but yeah, 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 he was in the more recent Star Wars. Yeah, that's like my current day uh, version of Nick Nolte and Gary Busey. Like I would always mix those two guys up, and now these two are the, are the next ones. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. By the way, Nick Nolte. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um. Uh, so Graham, uh, what have you been playing? Because I hadn't been playing playing much. So. Ah. Okay. So. Yeah. So a few bits and pieces I've been playing. I've been playing Call of Duty Warzone because it's free, and one of my friends got me into it. I'm actually enjoying it. I'm not a huge Call of Duty fan or online deathmatch person kind of guy, but it's actually pretty fun and it's free and it's it's cool because it's a massive map and there's like 250 people on the map at once, which is awesome. Um, and I suck at it, <laughs> but uh, it's it's pretty fun. Um, another game I've actually been playing, which you, I don't know if you guys have heard of, is called it's either Yuku or Yoku's Island Express. Oh, heard I've heard of that. Um, it's, I have to look it up, though. How can I explain it? It's kind of like it's a very cartoonish kind of thing. And basically, you're this little beetle that's pushing around a little ball, uh, and you go to this like, tropical island. I think you kind of get washed up. I kind of actually missed the uh, intro to the game, but you kind of get washed up on this island, and you get kind of made into the new postman on the island, um, even though m- most of the game is nothing to do with post or anything. Basically, you go around this big sort of, it's kind of like one of those sort of uh, Castlevania-style games where you've got this big open sort of 2D map world type thing, um, but you can only go to different segments, sections, until you unlock new abilities or different ways to get through. Um, but the thing is, it's not a platform game because you can't jump at it. You can only walk left and right, and you can unlock the ability to swim down. But to get around, you find these like um, pinball machine-style bumpers around the, the island, and you use the L and R triggers to make the bumpers move. And certain parts of the game are like pinball tables. So like you'll be walking along and you go like roll into this little area, which is like a pinball table. And often the boss battles are like pinball style game things. And it's really fun. It's got really good music. It's really fun. It's just a very different game. I've never played a game like it before. And I'm not a huge fan of pinball games, but this Mm. makes it fun, if that makes sense. It's not too difficult. The most difficult thing about it is trying to solve some of the puzzles and working out where to go and stuff like Sometimes you might need to unlock something or do something to get past someone, for example, or what have you. Uh, but yeah, and it's just also like just exploring the map. It's like a huge map, and you can can get lost really easily. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's very different and stuff. But I've actually been, mostly been playing that on my Xbox One, but using my phone. So oh, no. I don't know if you guys know about this. Ugh. The X, the X, Microsoft has released a streaming. Uh, it's, a, it's in beta mode at the moment. An Xbox streaming app for mobile devices. Um, Sounds so horrible. Stream, Tell us more. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's so good. I even bought like a little clip thing for my Xbox One controller, so I could put my phone on it. And like, it's just fun. Like, I can like Kate can be watching TV, and I can be on my phone playing Xbox. And I started playing Skyrim and stuff. It just felt really cool to play Skyrim on my phone. Like the quality, the Basically, I I worked out I had to put my um, router to five gigahertz, um, like um, to get a better quality because my router actually mixed two point four mm. and five gigahertz together. But if I separate those two to have two separate connections, it made it a lot better. I did for some reason I didn't realize I had to do that. Um, and now that my Xbox and my phone are both on those, 
the quality of the stream is perfect basically and it's just really high quality and i'm loving it um so yeah and so i've been trying testing out different games and stuff on that but yoku yoku's island express is probably the big thing i've been playing um, it, um, but also... it looks like before you get away from it i'll just say mm-hmm. i checked out a trailer and it has an art style very similar to rayman origins and legends mm, yes it is kind of that kind of art style kind of uh kind of almost painted well, not yeah. quite painted but yeah yeah colorful kind of sort of painted like but it's really good but it looks almost like it could be hand-drawn sort of thing it looks weird. Um, i want to check it... this out yeah, I think it's on Game Pass. That's how I've got it. So okay. if you've got Xbox Game Pass, you download nope. it. It's yeah. nope. Okay, I'll find um, it on the eShop um, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, I think it might be on like Switch and stuff as well. I'm not sure. So, um, but I just have to have it on Xbox. And yeah, I'm. I think I think it's a really good game. I mean, yeah. <laughs> game Pass uh, has but, been doing pretty well. Oh yeah, I've got so many games from Game Pass. Now. It's just it's nuts. Yeah. So much fun. Um. But yeah, um, but I've actually been watching a lot of stuff lately, like uh, The Wrong Missy, which I watched today. There's a few movies I watched recently, uh, but I've written down quite a few, but I'm going to name a couple of them. Um, <laughs> one of them, which I actually mentioned to Chris the other day, was called In the Name of the King, which is a few years old now. It's a Jason oh, yeah. Statham movie. Uh, um, okay. And it's kind of... The, way I could, the best way I can describe it is... It's like a Lord of the Rings ripoff if it was made in the 80s, because it's the greatest 80s fantasy movie I've ever seen that was made in like 2010s, basically, oh, if boy. that makes sense. Like, it's the the quality of like the visuals and stuff in it are. There are fine. three of and, these movies. Are there? Oh my God. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. No, uh, no, 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 no. The director. It's, it's, guess the director. Yes. Guess, yep. It's, Uwe Boll, which I didn't realize until the very end of the movie when he title credit I came up, I was like, oh my god, I said to Kate, it's like, it's a UA Boll movie, and she has no idea who that is. But I was just like, <laughs> he's like the worst director in history. He's never done a good movie. Yeah. But I really enjoyed that. Like, uh, it's so much better than anything else he's ever done. Like, it doesn't even feel like he directed it to me because I've seen a few of his movies and he's, he's just terrible. He's so bad. Mm-hmm. But this was actually quite entertaining. I'm not saying it's a great movie. But the general story, like the action scenes were surprisingly good. Like, actually, they had some pretty good epic battle scenes. Um, not like sort of Lord, quite Lord of the Rings massive battles, but there's there was a big battle of like hundreds of people in a forest. There was like some really good one-on-ones with uh, Jason Statham against other people and stuff. Like, he does some really cool stuff. Um, it's got Ron Perlman in it. It's actually got a ton of like quite famous actors. Ron Perlman, Claire Fellaini. Um, uh, uh, oh, God. Oh, Ray Liotta's in it. Um, like it's got tons of it's got tons of quite a lot of famous people in it um but there's also got some really cheesy weird bits in it which i kind of guess does fit in with you Bowl now i say it there's like a bit in one of the big battles where they're just um fight they're like like all the like mitts of medieval style people are like gearing up to fight and stuff and something like these ninjas come out of nowhere like on the good guy's side like something just like group of ninjas like pop out like climb up some trees and stuff I'm like mm-hmm. there's so many ninjas in this movie now it's so weird but also brilliant like i just enjoyed the whole movie um uh, terrible Burt Reynolds is in it for it. some reason yes burt reynolds is in it he's another person isn't it they've got the guy from the old scooby-doo movies who's also in scream as well yeah matt um, willard or something yeah yeah that is yeah. or lillard matthew lillard yeah something like that yeah i can't remember his name he's one of those actors i, I know but i never know his name um yeah i just 
Um, so yeah, I I would recommend checking it out. I think I watched it on Amazon Prime, which is it's on Amazon Prime in the UK. It's not in America though. It's a bit annoying, but um, it's bad. But it's one of those movies that's so bad that it's good. If that makes sense. Nice. Um, yes. Anyway, yeah. I also one more movie I'll mention that I watched was I finally got around to watching Rise of Skywalker because it's now on Disney Plus. Um, and yeah, that's a way to finish a movie franchise, I guess. Um, <laughs> just have you guys seen Rise of Skywalker? No. Nope. Yeah, I was. I I was not a fan. I'll say that. Ooh, like, yeah. I think I think that they did the. I don't know. They I, the, I, I, I feel like they did they, the best they could have done, considering what happened with um, the previous movie, um, which I've just. I just I, it's just it's so apparent that they did not have a plan for a trilogy in making this. Yeah. Like hmm. they basically made it movie by movie, just trying to take what was done before and kind of fit with what they want to do. And unfortunately, like they did that with the first, you know, all three movies, and there's just so much plot points that are throwaways. Uh, yeah. you know, through the from from movie to movie, and it just it's just a a train wreck. I think it's it's, it's yeah. Uh, I uh, I just and it's hard to enjoy, but it's just um. Yeah, I, this was I thought this was a lot better than um. I can't remember what's the what's the middle one called. I can't remember what it's called now. The second one they did. Um. Not Force Rise? Awakens. The Skywalker. No, right. The Skywalker. No, this one's Rise of Skywalker. Then uh, I don't know. The Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Thank you. So yeah, Last Jedi. I think just ruined everything. There's so many things wrong with that movie that I can't. Yeah, I think most most people have spoken about that before. But I feel like based on what they had left over from that, they kind of did the best they could. But for most of the movie, I wanted the bad guys to win because I just thought the whole the rebellion people were just terrible. Like <laughs> I don't like any of the characters anymore. Like I think they, they like even Ray and stuff like in the first one I enjoyed. I liked her character, her story in a way. Didn't think it was amazing, but I quite liked them and like Poe and stuff was cool. And then by the last one, it's just like, I want you all to die. I want you to lose. Like this is not this is not you guys you guys don't deserve to win, basically. Um Yeah, and the Emperor is also oh so, whoops, actually that's a bit of a spoiler alert. So, I don't care. Um, I don't care if anyone yeah, else does. Okay. I don't think okay. that, I, I don't think that's a spoiler because it's it's in the trailer stuff. So oh okay good and also his, his laugh is actually at the end of um, yeah um, um, yeah anyway of the other one so yeah kind of not but yeah basically he 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 gives them a reason not to kill him like basically he wants them to kill him so that they can become the new evil people. But yeah, he he gives them all the reasons not to kill them. Like he's like, like yeah, if you kill me, you're going to become bad, and it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And like, well, I don't want to become bad. I want to like be good. So I'm not going to kill you. Um, <laughs> like I don't know. He just gave the whole plot away, and it's like, oh yeah, so we're not going to do what you want to do. So yeah, it's like yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Just it was a mess. It was a mess. It was like it could have been good. It could, but yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I I feel like I could do a whole podcast on that show, that movie. But oh, there yeah. have been. Oh, I'm not surprised. Um, but I've been holding out to watch it till it came out for free. For free, I'm putting that in quotation marks on Disney Plus. Right. I didn't want to pay to download it. I didn't want to pay to go to the cinema to watch it. I just like, yeah. I mean, after the last while one, you're I, on there, Disney Plus, I definitely recommend Prop Culture. The behind the scenes of practical effects and stuff is really cool. 
Oh yeah. Okay. I'll yeah, it's out. really really good. Rachel's never seen uh, one episode's about Roger Rabbit, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <gasps> she's she's actually never seen that movie, so we got to watch that first. But there's oh. some cool stuff like Tron and Pirates, Honey I Trunk the Kids. Uh, yeah, I, oh, I that sounds that awesome. Series. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, totally, absolutely, I will, yeah. Um, although one good thing about Star, Star, Star Wars is Mandalorian finally finished the whole first season. Brilliant, love it, excellent, well done. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Just hold on to that and ignore <laughs> yeah. the movies, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All um, right, Scotty, let's see that second of yours. Yeah, here we. Oh, zippers stuck. Hold on. No. Okay. We'll go with the other one. Uh, there it goes. All right. So through the discord, Mr. Ichabod brain asks any predictions on the new Sonic. We know one is being developed. Just no idea what it is. Did you guys know there's a Sonic game being made? Oh my dear Lord. I had no idea. What a shock, right? What a shock. Um, there is a quote here that, uh, let's see, blah, 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 blah. Oh, good. It was from Aaron Weber, so we know that he's not lying through his fucking face. Um, hey, game devs, nobody does that in the game industry. Uh, this is exactly what Mr. Aaron Weber said. Good guy. He said, back in the day, it used to be like every year there was a new Sonic game, and as a result of that, there were a number of times, because of that rushed production schedule, the quality of the games wouldn't quite be where they really needed to be. A few years ago, we actually said, hey... That's going to change going forward. We're going to put probably more time into things as we go forward, and that's going to mean that you have to wait longer between trailers or announcements. And as as we know, that's kind of annoying sometimes because you just really want news, but that's where we are now, and we think that the patience hopefully will be worth it in the end. We're really excited for what's to come, but we really can't say anything right now. So thank you for being patient, and as soon as we have news or anything to share with you, we absolutely will share it with you. That's the best I can say. That's the short version of kind of why it's taken a bit longer to hear anything. Well. Well. Huh. I, I mean, that's understandable. I, I think we... You know, obviously would have, like, learned about it, um, you know, at E3, if not sooner. You know, probably mm-hmm. at that, like, uh, you know, the uh, South by Southwest, maybe. Like, like everything has been pushed back. And so I, I think it's understandable that Sega hasn't, uh, you know, said anything about the new next Sonic game. But I do like the idea um, of them taking longer um, uh, in development time for some of these games just to, yep. to ensure that the quality is, is where it needs to be on, like... You know, I, I I would still consider Sonic to be Sega's flagship title, um, but I know right. it probably could be argued, um, you know, something like well, Yakuza or maybe some mm, you know PC right. game. But um, I, so I, I so I think it is important for Sega to to keep in mind, like they want to make this if 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 Sonic is their flagship IP, like you got to come out with quality games. You know, like look at what Nintendo's been doing with Mario. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so. Uh, and also, the last Sonic game out was Team Sonic Racing, and <gasps> that did not have the strength behind it that I think people thought it was going to have, being developed by Sumo. Um, it's not mm-hmm. a bad game, but it's just nothing compared to Transformed, and uh, I only remembered that that was the last Sonic game because the, unless you count Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo, um, the only reason I thought about that is Recently, Sega posted on Twitter, like, hey, it's been one year since this release. Let's celebrate. And it's like, you haven't said jack shit about that game since it came out. Um, So that's probably also a factor in there is they they realize people want more than just that, I think. But yeah, who knows what it'll be, though? Man. I uh, 
tons of rumors have been flying about a Sonic Adventure remake. I don't think that needs to happen because that game's not aged well. So even if all they did was fix the camera angles, it's they got to do more than that. Um, what if, they, if they I think started doing some remasters on some Sonic games? Like, uh, I I still think Sonic Adventure is a good game. Like it's a bit janky in areas, but they could if they actually did do a remaster of it. What if they did? Yeah, like a Sonic Adventure remake. What you I'd buy that? a day one because it's my favorite Dreamcast game. I have no yeah, shame in saying that. I have completely just go in and redo it, like you know, fix some controls and you know, fix other issues, but like bring it into like the you know, like next gen 3D, you know, you know, like with super high, you know, poly characters and other stuff. I, I think that could be pretty neat. You sound like a granddad trying to explain things. <laughs> Super high grand poly characters. You put them in the 16K. I don't oh, know. Man. I'd be down for that if it's, Get them on if the it's done right. Yeah. Clean up the Let's inner start, tubes. I'll, I'll start a petition. Oh, good. Yeah. They just need to put it on TikTok. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll make a Snapchat filter of that. Okay. There we go. That's how it starts. That's uh contact that's Sonic Twitter. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like Sonic. See, the thing is, like, there's such a divide between Sonic Event. We don't have to talk. This could be a whole other podcast. There's such a divide between mm. Sonic Adventure One and Two. Um, I really like One overall because of the hub world yep. that you run around in, and it feels like more mm-hmm. of an actual quote unquote adventure because of that. Yep. Um, but Two is like the shadow hard-ons are in that and whatever else but so maybe they'd be better to go the tony hawk route and have like sonic adventure one and two um remastered or whatever yeah uh, maybe. yeah i don't know how they'd handle the chow thing or if they just forget those all together because that could be like something you do on your phone at this point yeah so. I, I think uh, the, the chow thing was cool so i think it'd be nice to keep the spirit alive uh, yeah um you know how cool I think the Chow thing is, is I downloaded those things on the Dreamcast, the Christmas and New Year's event on a separate VMU because mm-hmm. there's not enough room on one VMU, a basic VMU to have your Sonic <laughs> game, the Chow adventure, and your Chow saved within the Sonic game and then download any DLC for it. <laughs> so I, I got to get, gotta get a bigger <laughs> VMU, I guess. Uh, I don't know what they'll do. I, I could see a remaster happening before a brand new game, though. I will say that. Okay, interesting. Because it's a uh, thirty, I, I, I think it's thirtieth anniversary is coming up. Oh, you don't say thirtieth? You know what? For like, uh, Sonic Adventures? No, no, no. I mean for like Sonic one. overall. We'll yeah, be oh, sorry. Sorry. Sonic Adventure. I'm not that old, am I? What? Uh, I mean, Sonic Adventure. Any, you know, ninety-one. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sonic Adventure was released in what two, like ninety-nine. So I mean, right. it already passed. Oh, God, don't say that. that that's painful now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Noise. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we got another question, though, unless you guys had anything else to say about that one. Nope. Um, uh, I, I could go into the Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2 thing, but it always stay there for another day. Yeah, that could definitely be a whole podcast. Um, but I, the... I'm with you, Scotty. That's what I'll say. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, then uh, Mr. Haru asks in the Discord, have you ever found yourself strained to follow any franchise? Any franchise? What was the straw that broke the camel's back for you? Ooh. Yeah. Um, it's quite, well, mm. mm-hmm. Um, 
you, I have uh, one right what, off the bat if you need to think about yours. There's what there's one that kind of did for me, but I'm not it's not a very big franchise. Like it's it's only got four games in it and the fourth one was released this year. So the fourth um, one. Is that Streets of Rage? It was Streets of Rage. Uh I love Streets of Rage one. I love Streets of Rage two. Streets of Rage three though, I was like, I don't understand why this game's so bad, basically. Mm. I was just like did not enjoy that game. And then Streets of Rage four came out. I'm like, hey, Streets of Rage Four, great. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I don't know. Um I don't know if I could count that one, to be honest. Uh, yeah, the way his question is, like, were you, were you really strained to follow the series? Because that wasn't, like, the straw that broke a camel's back at that point, mm-hmm. I don't think, was it? I don't know. I guess it depends on how you, you kind of uh, define or classify, like, what he means by strain to follow. Because, uh, for instance, like, the Yakuza series is one that I've had a hard time trying to follow because there's so many releases. And so, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I can't even beat one game before another one comes out because it's basically like on it's it's been on like a six to 12 month like schedule for some of these releases over the past yeah. like four years or more like i remember yakuza 5 came out and then um you know i was oh, playing okay, that yeah. and then i took a little bit of a break because i started doing some other other stuff and then before i knew it i think it was like yakuza zero or six or whatever the next one was um, yeah they're like Kiwami Zero I've not beaten any of the Yakuza games that have come out because there's just been so many um, releases and it's almost kind of overwhelming uh, mm-hmm. now um, and so it is hard for me to follow it but I want to continue to do it but it's just like there's just so many of them and I, I wanted to try to keep up with each new release and it just got to the point where i just kind of quit playing them all together so i definitely want to go back to them because yakuza 5 i was really enjoying um it was a really fun game yakuza mm-hmm. 0 i really really liked too um and so like i love the franchise it's just man tough to keep up with Ooh, sorry this, chris this, you've this retired really... you have plenty of time now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if only my kids can go back to school <laughs> That's something that goes back to one of the things I spoke about while I've been doing the last few weeks. On my old Windows XP computer, I found a digital download of the Yakuza movie from Japan. No. Like, like the, the one that was made shortly after Yakuza 2 came out or something. Uh, mm. I don't know if it's any good. I've never seen it, but I found it on my computer. I was like, what's this? Post that and on like, our was... YouTube. Why not? No, okay, fair enough. Sega won't mind, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, like, no, no. Is, is anyone even, like, caring about some age-old Yakuza thing these days. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They could post it on their YouTube. <laughs> okay, yeah. We'll, we'll, give, we'll give it to Perfect. Sega Europe, see, see if they do it. Anyway, so yeah, that just reminded me of like, wow. Uh, oh, no, Sega Forever, I'm sure they would like it. Ooh, Our buddy, yeah. Danny, give it to Danny. I'm sure he would okay. really... Yeah, give it to Danny, <laughs> and he can actually do it officially, uh, but I bet he would like really like that. So oh, okay, yeah. we, we could reach out. <laughs> or Danny, for listening, reach out to us. He's in or, the Discord all the time, so... Just oh, well, Danny's okay. in our Discord more than you're in our Discord. Group. Yeah, what's that, that say? Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll say uh, for mine, it was Resident Evil. Um, because yeah. in one year there were three Resident Evil games out: Revel- uh, Resident Evil Revelations on the 3DS, then Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, and I was like, "What are you doing, Capcom? I don't care about tactics or, or army shooters in my Resident Evil." And then Resident Evil Six came out, and I waited until that game was pre-owned at GameStop, rented it tried it played through one campaign of the three i was like i can't do this two more times and then 
Um, I did not buy the next Resident Evil, which was Revelations 2. Umbrella Core came out. I didn't give a shit. Resident Evil 7 came out. I got that day one. So it took two full games after that for me oh to get God. back on Resident Evil because they, they burned me bad. with. They even said, like, we wanted to try to be more of an action shooter with this one because that's what everybody wants. I'm like, that's not why anyone's playing your games. So and Resident Evil 7 <laughs> showed that. But I think I've said that before on here. Um Wow, I, you, yeah. you, you lasted better than I did. I think I got, I did four. I loved it. Five came out. I was like, uh, five was okay really as a co-op cool. game, but not as a single uh, it, player it game. It was, yeah, it was okay, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't get into that one, and I haven't replayed really any since, to be honest. Uh, Seven's good. I recommend seven. Okay, I'll check that out. I'm interested in the remakes. They They're solid. Yeah, the first one's just, pretty uh, slow. The second one I have not finished, and third one's yeah, the third one. Yeah, I did go back and play Code Veronica a little bit the other day, though. Um, nice. Code Veronica X, in fact, which I downloaded uh, on my GDMU. And, uh, yeah, that game has held up surprisingly well. I mean, like, graphically, it obviously doesn't look as good as the modern ones, but it's surprisingly decent. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. I People see, say that they should release that in, or remake that instead of, mm. um, like, they announced that 4 is going to be remaked. Nobody what? really, oh. yeah. Four's literally been on like twelve consoles now. It's had it's been yeah. on every system since it was released on the GameCube. Um, oh God, yeah, I forgot. It was, I thought it was on the Wii originally. It was on the GameCube, wasn't it? It was on the oh, Wii. Yeah. It was on the 360. Well, I mean, it, it started mm-hmm. on the GameCube. It got put out on the PS2 with that Ada bonus yeah. mission, and then um, not original Xbox, but 360, yeah. PS3, yeah. and then Wii. it got yeah. On the Wii, yeah, and then it did get released on the one and the four, and it's been on PC, I think, forever. But yeah, and it's on the Switch in Japan now. Uh, and my so. favorite version is the Wii version, surprisingly. A lot of people, Wii... I never sat down with that one, but that's what a lot of people say. The, the controls are spot on. The the actual motion controls work, so you can get headshots most of the time. And it actually just feels like you actually have a gun. It's surprisingly decent. Yeah, like, a lot, you can't say that a lot with the Wii games, but that one's one that did hold hold up, I think. Uh, that's cool yeah i need, i, I might yeah. need to sit down with that version more so i haven't I, I tried to play resident evil 4 recently and i think i just eased out of it. that's a good game but then after the castle is like is there seriously more to this game because that's a big chunk <laughs> itself yeah. Um, yeah so but chris actually ducked out he's got to go run an errand see a guy about a thing for somebody um we'll play oh, okay. a report on that next time but we're gonna keep plugging away uh and so that's yeah, it's funny we didn't really mention... Well, no, you mentioned Streets of Rage. I was going to say we didn't mention any Sega franchises because I'm sure people would say, like, uh, Golden Axe and uh, Toe Jam and Earl and uh, any other IP that Sega hates, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think games like... I was going to say Golden Axe were one of mine, but the only one I've ever really, truly enjoyed was the first one, and I don't even like it that much anymore. It's kind of gross. It's, it's kind okay. Of down on me. Yeah, yeah, like, it's not... Back in the day, I was like, this is amazing. And now I'm like, yeah, it's it's fine. I feel like it hasn't aged that well. Um, Golden Axe 2 and 3, I didn't enjoy. Golden Axe Beast Rider was mediocre mm-hmm. at best. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and then they had that fighting game. They oh, had that, God, oh yeah. they had that fighting game. But then also, I think, didn't I recently introduce you to that top-down Zelda Golden Axe game? Or in the Facebook, I that think was, it was. I think... 
Chris, uh, well, or, I, or did I we introduce it to already, him? I, I forget. Yeah, you introduced it to him. I think because I knew okay. about them. I actually, I actually own. So there's Axe Battler, and there was yeah. the other one. Uh, um, I think Axe Warrior. I'm gonna have to look it up now. Yeah, because I actually own both. Oh, I own the Gate one on Game Gear, one on the Master System. Um, so I actually really own them, which is great. Um, Revenge of Death oh, yeah, Adder. Got, I think that's the fighter. You got Golden Axe Warrior, um, which is the Master System title, which is similar to Legend of Zelda, and you've okay. got Axe Battler, the Legend of Golden Axe, um, which was on the Game Gear, which was kind of it had a top-down view bit. Then you had like battles, which were like two D side-scrolling battle type things, and levels, which were side-scrolling <laughs> levels, like a platformer hack and slash type thing. Mm. And that game was pretty tough because when you came across like the the battles are randomized as you're walking along the map but mm-hmm. you're like side scrolling sort of have to hit them and i think you got it's you get one hit and you lose if you get hit hit once you lose oh and it's just really tough it's really hard to hit some of the enemies basically <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah um but yeah and then the the levels were like little dungeons which were side scrolling platform levels which were also quite tough because bats used to fly down and kill me all the time on that game bats um, fucking bats are yeah. always the worst enemy in Tomb Raider <laughs> yeah, I was like are. fucking bats they're in every game <laughs> yeah oh man I loved it in Tomb Raider with that <laughs> you can never see them you just hear that no like, yeah you just hear meh and like thank god for auto aim I that I'm pretty. I I have a feeling that similar to how Last of Us has its its kind of um, echolocation mode, and they talked about how they originally didn't even have that in the game, um, which is an insane thing to think about. I feel like maybe Tomb Raider at first didn't have an auto aim thing, and then they realized, oh, there's no way you can even play this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would without auto aim you would not be able to. Play. And it, it's even harder in the first one, especially on the Saturn with um, well Saturn, I guess PS One and PC ver- versions. The like in the later game, she actually looks when she sees something of interest or an enemy. Hmm. So if you don't have your guns out, like she okay. would look, but in the original one, she doesn't look. Like she, no. like in, you basically have to put out your guns and start firing, and then she'll actually auto aim that way. But yeah. In the other ones. So yeah. Um. <laughs> that, did, that did look hilarious when I was playing because she would she would not be looking in the direction. Like if I was up on a ledge on a different plane from an enemy, the gun her arms would be pointing at something, but she'd be looking dead ahead still at sometimes. <laughs> It just looked wonky as heck. Yeah. Oh, I'm so much fun. <laughs> so, but that is actually going to do it for the questions. So I will zip it on back up, and we're going to hop into the news. And yeah, we'll go through some news articles here. It's kind of been a dry spot. Uh, I think we can mm. talk about that one that you tossed into the Facebook at the last okay. second there, Graham. Um, but if you nice. want to go ahead and kick it off there. We'll talk sure about thing. some stuff. Cool. So Panzer Dragoon remake uh, on the Switch, if you haven't played it, do so. Um, but they've released uh, another patch, uh, 1.3 patch, and it's massive. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, so what 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 can we say about it? Um, uh, it's, it's, it's fixed a lot of things. Have you, I know you got the classic edition through Limited Run. Did you, have you downloaded it yet or anything? Oh yeah, I downloaded it weeks ago, like okay. soon after it first came out on over here. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't think I got it in the first week, but I got it quite quite soon after. And I haven't actually finished it. I played the first few levels just mm-hmm. for nostalgia sake because um, Panzer Dragoon. Um, if you don't know, Panzer Dragoon Saga is the best game I've ever played, hands down. It's my favorite game of all time. Oh, Saga. I love Panzer. Yeah, Drag- yeah. 
yeah, Saga. Zwei, I love as well for on-rail shooters. That's probably my favorite on-rail shooter game. Number one, I was never a huge fan of number one, even though I own it, the original one and stuff, and I was happily buy this again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fun, but not amazing. So I haven't didn't really get into it as much. Um, I'm waiting for Zwei to come out before I really go nerdy on it. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it, though. I, I know some people complained about it. I'm like, I think it's, it's good. <laughs> the problem is that they're like the FF seven remake is out and like the resident evil two and three remakes are out. So every, and those are really good. And people are thinking like every remake has to be a five star game, you know? And mm. I, while I would like to defend this as it's coming from an indie dev, you know, streets of rage four also came from an indie dev. Not that that's a remake, but it's still a really solid game. So I don't know. Mm. It's not bad, but, a lot of people need to remember that the first Panzer Dragoon was like 45 minutes long, so this is not some in-depth crazy... It's an arcade game almost, you know? Yeah, but also, like, what? even if it's an indie dev, even if it's a big dev, I can't see what people expect them to do unless they want them to change the game. Like, uh, yeah, I don't they've, know. Uh, they've completely overhauled the graphics. I mean, I know the music was different, but they've actually added on a patch with the, the original music or something, haven't they? Uh, or something, I've, I can't uh... remember if you... I've, yeah, let me bring that there's up some, here. There's some, some sort of patch I downloaded, like on the Nintendo Switch shop. It came up with a thing saying, original soundtrack now available. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, I think I downloaded that, that update. There was a, a few weeks ago that came out. Um, yeah, so they but... had different music in it. I didn't play it when it, right when it, the remake released because um, I got the classic version, and then I was like, I don't know if I need to buy it twice. But then in retrospect, I was like, I really want remakes of Svi and Saga, so I am going to buy this again because I also don't know when my classic edition is going to get here, so I want to yeah. <laughs> play this game. Um, but the biggest thing, and if you it, honestly, if you loaded it up uh, uh, right now, Graham, you would notice the controls feel a lot better. Um, the okay. you use the shoulder buttons to move the camera left and right. That's a lot snappier mm-hmm. and a lot more responsive. Oh, um, good, that was really slow. yeah. And that can be a deal breaker, especially with boss battles. But the uh, another big thing that I noticed was you can go to the retro reticle for targeting. And that made a difference for me because I thought that the oh. new reticle was kind of hard to see on the more colorful backgrounds. Um, okay, so yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm going to get my Twitch right overall. now. Oh, okay. <laughs> keep, keep talking. It, I'll be about 30 seconds. Okay, no, that's fine. Um, but yeah, some of the other, they did add episode zero, which is just an ongoing like survival kind of level where you um, the you're not really time, but your health is gradually going down in episode zero, where you're just fighting, fight, fighting, fighting, battling onslaughts of enemies. Um, oh, they also added cheat codes, which gives you your super weapon, infinite credits, god mode, uh, which is just invincibility. Um, Funny enough, I put in God Mode and then went to Episode Zero, and I was like, is this not going to end? Because I didn't know that it ends with your health draining, and my health was not draining. Um, Uh. Yeah, which I thought was funny. But yeah, and they did some graphical tweaks to the Blue Dragon, uh, multi-button fire. Let's see here. Pandora's Box is now available after beating the game on any difficulty rather than just hard mode because people are babies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) One big thing, though, uh, if you own any other titles by forever entertainment on the eShop, you actually get 20 percent off of this game now um there's a coupon that you get now so that you know not only did they give a free update but they also gave you money essentially um but yeah it's a big patch the biggest patch since its release and it does make a big difference with the gameplay i feel anyway awesome uh, I, I just had to remove Legends Out of Breath of the Wild off my Switch to actually download this update. 
Um, oh, geez. I don't know okay. memory left. <laughs> um, I, I don't some... own Breath of the Wild anymore. Because so, uh, yeah. Excellent. Whoops. That's well, you still I, own uh, it, six right? Minutes, six... Well, Breath of the Wild, no, I don't. Because you deleted I... it? I, no, I, 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 so I've got Breath of the Wild on my Wii U. I never owned the, never owned it on the Switch. I just borrowed it off a friend, and I don't intend to buy it on the Switch until it gets really cheap. Oh, uh, well, I don't, that'll be never. I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's that good a game. I think it's a very impressive game, but for a game, it's not that good. Like I will I don't probably know. never I can't... actually play it. I watched. Uh, oh, I my my roommate in the last place played it a lot, and I watched a lot of it, but I just. I, I would be too overwhelmed. Uh, I, and I, I sunk hundreds of hours into that game, like hundreds. Right. And I enjoyed what I did, but it's more, I just enjoyed exploring the world because the world's very impressive mm-hmm. as a game itself, like with tasks to do and missions and, you know, like quests to solve. Really not that much in it. Like it's, mm. it's a beautiful world they created, but yeah, kind of also dead and lifeless. And <laughs> yeah, okay. like, the, I mean, the storyline's so basic. You can go hunting big bad guys if you want to but there's no point yeah. i don't know i just yeah it's one of those games i don't know anyway so yeah yeah brand striker remake looks yeah there so the the, the patch is massive <laughs> yep it sure yeah. is um, so, so stuff we have stuff i haven't mentioned they've added the cheat codes to the main menu yeah they add the is cheat right? codes and i've been in the discord for this and the discord's been very receptive their pr is very good and people were actually like where are the cheat codes i don't see the cheat codes and they're like pay attention to the load menus and then people were like i don't know blah, blah, blah. and so eventually finally they just <laughs> like pasted screenshots of here are the cheat codes you idiots that didn't they didn't say this but here are the cheat codes you children that didn't grow up in the 90s i guess when cheat codes still existed uh, oh wow so do you have to uh, do you actually have to enter the cheat codes or is it just a place in the menu uh, there uh you do have to enter them um okay that's cool yeah I was going to try to find them real quick. Uh, To be honest, I don't even remember the original game having cheats in, but maybe I just didn't play it. I don't either, but they could have. I don't know. Um, Let's see here. I will edit this out as I randomly look. Can't find it. Come on. Thought I could, but oh well. Um,. Yeah, but they're in there. They're not just given to you. You have to wait. They're like in a loading menu or something. Cool. Anyway, yeah. uh, big, big upgrades in that whole thing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of decent stuff. Like, oh, Pandora's box is now available after beating the game. Ooh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was in, was that, was that in the original one It was in it well? if you... Uh, no, actually, the I don't. I think Zvi was the first one that had Pandora's box, if I remember uh, correctly. Oh, no way. I... I unlocked it in Panzer Raccoon Saga. I don't think I unlocked it in any of the other ones. Ooh, yeah, I remember it in Saga because that was how I think you could play the whole first game. Right? In, within Saga. Wait, what? Say that again? They had the whole yeah, first game in Saga? I I think so? Or am I thinking of Orta? Uh, that could be Orta. I don't think they had it in Saga. Did they? What? Otherwise, I missed that. Cause, um, I know there was stuff in Pandora's box that I completely missed, though, in Saga. Like... I remember playing with it and stuff, but then someone else was says, "Oh yeah, if you do this, this happens." I'm like, say what? <laughs> like, oh, uh, right. yeah, I completely missed some stuff in that. Even though, wow, yeah. Uh, um, there's a mini game in Saga. Not the first game, though, from what I hmm. see. So I might be wrong. I'm wrong. 
I okay. thought you could. Yeah. I know you can unlock it in Orta, though. That is a fact. That is pretty cool. There you go. Yeah. Ooh, software um, has successfully updated. All right. Oh, Real time. Let's do react. Oh, no, no. It's doing another update. What? Never mind. Next Three minutes time. remaining. We'll do, we'll do it after <laughs> the next one. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, how's it? That's weird. Um, yeah. Cool. So next, next, next bit of news, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So Sega, SNK, and some other Japanese companies have announced uh, an E3 alternative called NGPX, mm-hmm. um, also known as New Game Plus Expo. Um, so it's mostly made of Japanese publishers, uh, but they've announced um, sort of the alternative to E3, I guess, um, with uh, game announcements and live demos happening. Um, yeah, uh, it's kind of. I think it's come out of the fact that you know. E3 is basically being, well, obviously all these big shows have been cancelled because of the right. current state of the world. Um, so yeah, they've sort of come out with their own separate, like a lot of companies come out with their own separate events, but there's a group of um, uh, uh, publishers who've sort of said, hey, no, let's do a thing together. Um, so yeah. Um, try, I'm trying to read through all the information about it. Uh, so, uh, so right now well, there's, about, there's about 14 publishers, is that right? But, um, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, 14. eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yep. Oh, way Yay, forward. Awesome. They make a lot of good games, a lot of good cool. side scrollers and stuff. Uh, well, they did Streets See? of Rage, didn't they? Or have a hand in it or something? I might be totally wrong. No, uh, Shantae. Yeah, <laughs> Shantae um, and all her sexy genie games or whatever. Ooh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. That's actually I, I quite good those games. I quite like them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh, I need systems. to remove more space on my Switch. Oh my god. Let's, let's, let's archive Doom 3. There we go. Jeez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, Arc System's um, going to be in this. SNK, like we said. Um, Arc System Koei... Games, Actil. Yeah, Idea Factory, uh, yeah. Uh, which I think does Hatsune Miku. I can't remember. Along with Crichton. Um, and uh, Koei Tecmo. So this could be cool. A lot of companies are doing yeah. this kind of stuff right now. Jeff Keighley's got his Summer Game Fest where they announced Tony Hawk 1 and 2 and stuff coming out gradually. Uh, but this is... Um, so I guess June 23rd uh, is when it's going to be happening on Twitch at 4 p.m. Is BST British Standard Time? What does that mean? Is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. British British Summer, summer Uh Gotcha. Yeah. Um, did you, sorry, did you mention Gung Ho? Um, I did not. Like, I don't know, know what they do. Okay. Um, I've got a feeling they did Pen Pen Triosalon. What? No. In the Dreamcast. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, pen Pen Tri. I'm going to try this in. I don't think. Was it them? I feel anyone like. Anyone did was... Pen Pen. I think Pen Pen was an in house <laughs> thing. Uh... I could have sworn. Oh, it's called Land Ho. Damn it. Okay. The, oh. One of the developers was called Land Ho. It's I, very that's close. good memory, though. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no so wonder. Sure There's the, the dev of Pen Pen Triathlon is named General Entertainment. Good job, guys. <laughs> what a what a memorable name. Yeah, you may as well call yourself Carlone or something. General Entertainment there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, the updates happen now, just so you know. All right, it so has happened live... again. <laughs> okay, it actually happens. Thousands of years have passed. We're... Sorry, I was going to skip that. Story. We don't need story. Skip the... There's a little loading dragon icon thing happening. Oh, yeah, the load times are still bad. They're still very yeah, I, long. I feel like the Saturn had good loading times back in the day for this. But, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't feel it, and it's weirder that it will be a cartridge and it'll be loading for that long. But whatever. Um, Can you hear that? Whoa! Yep. Right. Okay. Let us know how it feels. 
do I, do I need to do anything? I'll just go to start game. <laughs> you could start uh, game or you could continue from your other file or whatever. But... Yeah, I think I was on like level... Oh, on episode two. There we go, level two. Okay. Here we go. This is so much fun with our video, you know? It's uh, great <laughs> radio here. Yep. This is live radio. Fantastic. Back, back in... Back in like the '60s, before TV was invented, uh, people yeah, used to this do this. Is Graham's fireside chat. <laughs> oh no! You uh, see the slight distraction. I started looking at this local store that got in some trades, and I just saw that they got Bomberman Online on Dreamcast traded in. Ooh. Oh crap! How much? People, uh, I don't know, but I'm going to ask them. Good old Warp Zone, where you and Chris oh, yeah. both spent too much money. Yeah, I spent like nearly three hundred dollars. I think there or something. Yeah, I got my I Genesis three got. not hooked up. I got like a Genesis three, a couple of Dreamcast games, some Genesis games. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, you got the Genesis, Genesis three. That was the big thing, yeah. Because I remember I asked yeah. him to hold that before you guys got down there. Yeah, and he had one right. unbox and one box, and I was like, "I'm gonna have to go for the box. Can't yeah. get it over here. Let's that do this." Shiny blue nonsense. Oh yeah. Oh, that took ages to load the level. Bloody hell! Oh, that it's was, finally that... Jesus. <laughs> It was nuts. Okay, let's uh, shoot some things. So, does it feel better? Uh, the the tur- they're turning the cameras a lot quicker. That's for sure. Okay, yeah, that yeah. was the big thing that I noticed, and the um, I feel like the yeah, reticle is a little easier to see. Yeah, aiming and shooting is just a lot easier actually. In nice. general, so I do Very remember good. having problems with that. There we go. So yeah, well done, guys. You've updated so just, the game. It with feels great better. It feels closer to the original. I feel. Um, yeah. And one thing I will say is, I don't, I don't know how much advertising Sega's done on this, but um, I found that every time I logged onto my Switch, like in recent months, there's always something about Panzer Dragoon on there, like oh, on my yeah. updates and stuff. Like, like just on the news, news thing that pops up, it's like, oh, new update available and stuff. But like, really trying to sell it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, right, awesome, yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, good, good, good job. Anyway, so that's a live impression of that, and I'm just doing terribly <laughs> in the thing. So I will pause that. <laughs> there we go. Right, but it was worth the down. update, everybody. Go grab it. Yeah, worth getting rid of Zelda and Doom Three. So there we go. Tell yeah, you that much. clearly. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, there's um. So yeah, Sega is doing their own sort of E3 thing. Um, yeah. So on Twitch, the 23rd of June. Um, Probably will not see Sonic info there, but I don't. Well, actually, that's his birthday, isn't it? Or no, June. Sonic the Hedgehog's birthday. I forget. Oh, I think it's June twenty fourth, first or something. I'm gonna have to try. God damn it! I don't want to look at the movie. (laughs) That's the problem with googling that now. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the the cheat in Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog two. The code part of the code was Sonic's birthday. Uh, If you remember that. Oh, 1965-917 in the sound menu, and I am so cool for remembering that. (laughs) I forget the rest. I think that was for the level select, though. Yep. Yep, yep. Drink it in, ladies. Uh, Let's move on. June 23rd, 1991. So it's the same day of Comic's birthday. Hmm. You never know. Curiouser and curiouser. Interesting. Yeah, because I thought that was a weird day to do it on, but there we go. Yeah, yeah what day of the week is that? I'm going to double check that real quick. Uh, that that's a Tuesday, is... so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Mm, there we go. A lot of things are yeah. happening on Tuesdays usually, so oh, yeah. not Monday. Oh, yeah. 
cool. yeah and one thing one thing i think that is interesting about this is i don't know if people remember but sega was one of the original companies that actually kind of founded e3 the original e3 yeah like, i talked about that on the podcast following when i finished console wars um mm-hmm. how i didn't realize that but that was where they announced yeah. The saturn yeah and uh, then Sony came up and went like $199, boom, and dropped the mic and walked off. Yeah. This is like $100 cheaper. <laughs> yeah. It's and that like, was, yeah. I was, after I I read that part, like I was, like Rachel doesn't know about their history, but I was just like, honey, that was the moment. That was when everyone's heart sank who was at Sega. Like that was it. That's what started the title wave <laughs> publicly, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Oh, man. So. That's, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Sega did some, silly things like that e3 but they yeah they were kind of like the founding they got um the people behind it were mm-hmm. kind of from sega yeah, from yeah it's fantastic um so yeah they could they could do this could this could be really good although i know it's a very different sega these days and stuff but yeah they've right. got some big companies in there so snk sega america's there you know koei very techno um it's cool to yeah. see, see snk and sega doing something together because that was the dreamcast days too kind of hmm yeah um this this call came in literally as we started recording i saw popped up in my news feed um about bayonetta 3 um so Eurogamer has actually published an interview um uh which was actually came, i don't know if it came out today it was updated today i think it I think it was today it came out this um, yeah i only see the updated date not the actual initial date yeah it, it seemed to be picked up by other channels today like an hour ago um so that's where i first saw it but um basically mm-hmm. um so uh, I'm I'm going to butcher his name, but I'm going to say anyway. Uh, Hideki Kamiya. Um, so yeah, Kamiya, games... Kamiya. Hideki, Mr. Yep, Kamiya. Cool. He's he's trolling on the Twitters every day with the new Family Guy joke for some reason. He's a little bit insane sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's well, known for blocking yeah. people. You know. What a guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he he was speaking to Eurogamer, um, and uh, he's confirmed that Bayonetta three hasn't been cancelled. So um, it's going to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive, but they've kind of been completely silent on it since 2017 when it was first revealed. Um, so yeah, Platinum Games says it's uh, still in development, um, and he uh, he actually says I, I'm on Twitter, so I see mm-hmm. a lot of comments every day. I'm happy that there's still anticipation for the title, but one thing I would like to address is the trend. I'm seeing which is people who are starting to ask if the game has been cancelled. I want you guys to take any concerns you have like that and throw them out the window immediately because we're still hard at work on it and it hasn't been cancelled by any means. Please look forward to it. Um, There we go. It hasn't been cancelled. Just, I guess we've got to wait, really. Um, This was also around following up rumors that Microsoft had acquired Platinum Games. Um, which made no sense because Platinum's had a better success rate with Nintendo than anyone because uh, mm-hmm. Bayonetta 2 only exists because Nintendo grabbed them and um, yep. and, and uh, Scalebound never happened. So I get we we still don't really know the story with that. I It would be mm. cool if Scalebound somehow still happened someday. Uh, that was going to be an Xbox mm. One exclusive. I think that was supposed to be an Xbox One launch game at one point or something. Yeah, that was that looks so cool. Um, yeah. But... And yeah. it looked like it was really far along, so I, I illogically like to believe that it could still come out someday somehow. Um, and Platinum Games recently did their Wonderful 101 remaster, which physically got delayed, so they released the digital codes to people who backed it on Kickstarter. So Platinum's been busy, and I think that's why everybody's like, so you've been busy doing stuff, what the hell's going on with Bayo 3? 
Mm. So, yeah, but I'd... uh, it's still happening. Yeah, from what Hideki uh, says. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I still haven't actually played Bayonetta two, even though I own I it didn't on my either. Wii U. Yeah, I um, played one, and that took me a while to get through. But two, I have on the Wii U, and I'm kind of stubborn and got a pro controller for the Wii U. So I feel like I should finish it on the Wii U rather than buying the collection on Switch again, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I own ba- the the first Bayonetta on the Xbox 360, Xbox One, and PC. So I've played that more than I own play Bayonetta 2, which is weird. Nice, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I, 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 should, I should play it, I guess, at some point. Um, do you know if the, suit, the costumes and outfits are available on the Switch version? Because they did a load of costumes, oh, didn't they? Oh, yeah, the they had, like, Fox and Princess Peach and Samus. Um, yeah. I am not sure. I could check that out in real time. Oh, this is how untouched my I've, my Bayonetta 2 is. It's still shrink-wrapped. Oh, my. <laughs> I haven't even opened it. I'm going to keep it that way forever. So one day it might be worth money. Who knows? Um... um... So I guess Sarasa Land Princess? What the fuck is that? I think that's a Daisy outfit. I don't know. I'm mm. on a fandom wiki, a Bayonetta fandom wiki, so take this with a grain of salt, but the Princess Peach, oh, there's a Zelda costume and Samus, and it looks like Daisy, but I can't really tell what's going on. I think I think there is a Daisy costume, yeah. Yeah, it, the, these say that they're on Wii U and Switch, so oh, we'll just okay. believe the internet. Cool. Uh, it doesn't show that the fox costume is in the Switch port, though. I'm not finding a definite answer on that. Okay. Uh, hmm. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so I'm sorry. Um, Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2, those costumes are in there. And then only in Bayonetta 2 is Fox, another bounty. Uh, and then, okay, so Fox and then Star Mercenary for Jean in Bayo 2. Those, I guess, are in the Switch version as well. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, though. This isn't clear. I don't know. Get the Wii U version? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Yeah. Anyway, Bayonetta <laughs> 3 is still happening, people. Don't give up hope. Yeah, so... Yeah, so should we move on to our feature discussion, then? Oh, one last thing on the Switch. You can use Amiibos to unlock some costumes. So there you go. Uh, okay. Awesome. That's something. I do have Which, both the Bayo that's... Switch Amiibos or whatever. Oh, I have never even bought or physically held an Amiibo. So... You're better for it. You yeah. are better for it. Yeah, I, uh... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. I've never really understood them, so yeah. This podcast needs to be longer, so go ahead. <laughs> With the feature discussion. Um. Oh, is that my turn now? I think it is. Okay, sure. Cool, neat. Thanks, Chris. Oh, we can Chris. wait for Chris to come back. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, so feature discussion, we thought, uh, we would ask what game would we want brought back with no changes other than just online play, whether it's multiplayer, co-op, some sort of online feature that the original didn't have. Uh, what sparked this was, um, obviously Dreamcast Online recently, uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 exists and people are playing Blue Burst still. That's a variation of Fantasy Star Online 1. Um, and the Nintendo Switch has SNES and NES library uh, games on there that you can play with people. Just hand them the controllers to play online co-op, um, multiplayer or co-op. So, you know, it doesn't have to be like an example would be, you know what? Just put out Sonic Adventure 2 and have the battle mode have online play. 
You know, something as simple hmm. as that that would maybe be really cool to see again. Or a game like obviously the SNES games um, do not have online play initially. Um, so it could be something that maybe didn't have online play. Just throw online play. I'll throw my hat into the ring for that and say Pen Pen Try Isolon. <laughs> oh yes, oh yeah, I would. That could be I awesome. Would, I would totally agree with that. That's such a fun game. <laughs> Ooh, I just thought of another one, but I don't want to steal yours. I'll say it if you don't say it, Graham. So you go ahead if you got okay. any. So one that came into my mind immediately was probably one of the best co-op games I've ever played, um, which is. Uh, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck World of Illusion on the Mega Drive oh. Genesis. Yeah, that is that... a good co-op one. Oh, it's so good. Like it's it's a great platform game as a single player, but as a co-op, they uh, the levels are all identical, but the way the le- some of the bits and the levels work, you have to do co-op bits and pieces and it's just such a fun game. Uh, yeah. and I would love to see that online. That would be such a good game to play online together. That is a good one. I remember the only I remember the only like kind of lesser uh, the, the the only kind of worst thing about the co-op is it's so much shorter than the single player game. Uh there's like a was, third was it in my head levels. in my head it was like oh okay in my head they're yeah. like the same game. <laughs> I mean it's still a short uh, game regardless but there are there's like one or two less levels in it in in co-op hmm. but it's still it's okay. yeah that is one of the few solid co-op experiences um yeah on the genesis that's not like a first party thing. Yeah um, so I uh I mean going along with that era I think everyone would agree Zombies Ate My Neighbors should just get <laughs> thrown on either the Switch marketplace or ah, crap I think that's Konami so nothing's going to happen with that cuz it's not Castlevania basically um that could have been I cool. I I am going to shock you I've never played it ba 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 even though I think I own it now I think I bought it last year there was a game on 360 and PS3 called Monster Madness, which was basically top-down 3D Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Um, it had online play, but it was pretty busted. I think It was on 360, it was called Battle for Suburbia, and it was also on PS3. Um, I loved that game, as broken as it was. That was like the clip. Everybody said like, "Oh, that's just zombies ain't my neighbors." I'm like, "Yeah, that's why it's great." So, yeah, it's still a there's, cool kind of gauntlet style thing. There's another one I saw on Xbox One which looked very similar as well, but I think there was more stuff you could do in it. Like the AI was apparently really good, and you could do kind of almost anything in it. The way the way the trailer was working was like, "Do this, do this." Like it was just like nuts. The stuff you could do. Uh, uh, I can't okay. remember what's called though now. I, on I, Xbox One, yeah. yeah, it might be on PS4 as well and stuff. I'm not, I don't think it's Xbox One exclusive. But I just saw him to see it in the the Xbox One store. Um, oh god, uh, I, I don't know. I... Yeah, I I, hmm. I can't remember now. So apparently, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors be... was under Lucasfilm Games, Lucas Games or whatever. Oh, oh really? I, I no wonder so. it's good. Uh, is they, it they all did Zombies some great Must games. Die? Maybe. Oh, let's have a look at that. All zombies will start. Zombie Wranglers. Burn, zombie, burn. Zombies. Oh, my God. Shock Troopers. Wow. <laughs> cool Patrol <laughs> is the sequel to it, but that, that was only on SNES. Uh, True Lies. That's it. True Lies. The game. Um, <laughs> I will mention another one that I really think could do decent, but people would say, oh, that's just toy soldiers or whatever, blah, 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 blah. 
toy commander. <gasps> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I That's one of my favorite Dreamcast games. Actually, one of my favorite games of all time. I didn't say I, it at first because I I'm thought sorry. maybe you would think of it. Uh, I, I, I apologize. I did not, but wow. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, um, I think that I'd, that could be really fun. Yeah. Because um, kind of I, what's, I would like... what breaks that game is that you can see everybody else's screens. Yeah, yeah. And I think... Yeah, I think as an online multiplayer, especially if we're able to have more than four players as well, would mm-hmm. be like if it was like eight or sixteen player battle, that would be insane because the maps were pretty big, or some of them yeah. were, especially um, for that but time. Yeah, yeah, it's just fun though, like because we we played it on the um, the Dreamcast Marathon last year, didn't we? Yeah, and we ended uh, up doing yeah. uh, Toy Racer as well. Oh, um, which was way worse the, than I remember. Or, or no, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think we did because we couldn't for some reason. But we played um, the snail, the slug races, or whatever it was, the snail racing mini. So game yeah, we did the we did the snail racing mini game, but we did actually play a little bit of Toy Racer because I okay. I managed to. I think I brought my copy along. We we played anyway, and um, that was not good. Um, oh, that's that right, because really... we were like almost getting nauseous playing that game i remember yeah that. yeah 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 it, yeah mad motion sickness on it and yeah. I good thing is that was a free game i got it for free um like i, I don't know if in america they they sold it but in europe basically no. you emailed sega went i would like a copy please and they sent oh you oh my one. gosh so yeah it was great um and so yeah i got my copy and i remember playing it going this is great even though it was a really basic game it was, it was basically like a demo disc almost because there wasn't really much to it but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if you'll be happy to hear this or not, but you can now play Toy Racer online still through that Dreamcast. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe we could get a game going and see if we who vomits first. Oh that's, god, uh, the, that will be me. I vomited playing um, a game with Chris once before because I got motion sickness. So, oh, what yeah. game was that? <laughs> that was Dead Island on the Xbox 360. Oh, like, I was I was playing with him and just like I was like I was just like. Dude, dude, I, I'm, I'm just not feeling. I'm not feeling good. And I was just basically, he all he heard was me like throwing my controller on the floor, running away. And then <laughs> I came back like a minute or two later. He was like, "What happened?" I was like, "I was just sick. I quite badly sick." Oh I was like, was like, I was like, probably like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> kind of just, wow. I give this game like, four out of five toilet bowls, barf buckets. Uh, but I still play that game. I've been playing it recently, the remastered version. And I don't get motion sick. I don't know what happened. It's just that one final thing with Christmas. I was like, oh, I do not feel good. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had that happen with more recent games. Um, I forget what it was. Actually, when when the first Doom got released on 360 on XBLA, that was the first time that it had you could look in any direction rather than staying Mm -hmm. on the one horizon you have. And it would like auto shoot enemies above or below that horizon um this version you could move around with the right stick that made me nauseous because that game was definitely not made to do that um yeah even with like they released you if you got doom eternal right now um you get doom 64 with it free if you pre-ordered it Mm. and i i did play doom 64 a little bit uh before all this drama happened around it but uh you cannot look up and down with that it's only straightforward and like the auto aim is included in that so maybe they learned from that but i do remember that yeah, was the I... first time i got legit nauseous playing a game i don't remember being able to look up and down with the xbox version of doom but i i'm pretty sure it was doom i know it was an old school game that I'm, was I'm, maybe it was I, I can't i don't think i really played it that much um mm-hmm. 
I definitely owned it. I, I feel like I de- bought, I got it and went, yeah, Doom, and never played it. Again. But <laughs> yeah, I, I did play, I actually played Doom 64 just the other day on the Xbox as well. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't really be able to like look left and right. And there's like, oh, yeah, the X64 didn't have dual sticks, did it? Because, right. as you say, you can you can use the right stick to look left and right and stuff. But yeah, it doesn't look up and down. So yeah, they, you must have learned from that because, yeah, I. Hmm. Yeah, they must yeah. have because it was rough <laughs> at first for me anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and back to Toy Commander, I think it would be really cool just to have some sort of co-op mode because sometimes those levels, I was playing it recently oh, and I, so I did not understand part of one level and I'll, I'll, I won't go into, we could have our own Toy Commander podcast. We could do. Oh, the two yeah. of us probably. But um, there, I, I went into one level where it's in a garage and you mm-hmm. have to get the queen's jewels to her. And I don't know if you remember that specific mission, but you, so you're in a garage, but there's like a pool of water in front of you and there's a castle and stuff made of blocks above that sitting on top Mm -hmm. of the pool of water. But in her jewels, you have to fall into the water, but specifically in this treasure chest, get the jewels, go to this little teleport thing to bring you back and then set a boost in front of a jump to make it over there because you can only teleport the jewels back somewhere with a certain car and that doesn't have weapons, but it can carry stuff and blah, 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 blah. But I had no <laughs> idea where the jewels were. And I was playing this for like 30 minutes. I'm like, I'm, I, I can't believe this, but I'm going to look up a YouTube playthrough because <laughs> it just didn't. Oh, yeah. Cause also with that game, it'll start you out and like, it'll do a camera pan of like where your, your objective is and then zoom out mm-hmm. and zoom into where you start. So it's, it's sort of gives you hints. Uh, but I had no idea. But I think it would be cool yeah. if that main the main game had like a co op mode or something. That would be a dream come true because uh, mm-hmm. that was I, yeah I love that game so much. That was that that was one of the games that actually sold me on the Dreamcast. I remember going into a game store over here and like the, the shop that's actually called Game yeah. before the Dreamcast launched, and because that was a launch title, they had demos of it. Yeah, and I just remember like flying a plane and shooting like the oven, like the hob area mm-hmm. and like the the fire coming on i was like oh, you can the, the like the world is interactive this is the best thing in the world. You could, like <laughs> and i i love animals i love cats in particular but you could shoot the cat and the cat would get up and walk away and go meow and i was like oh, oh. yeah <laughs> i was just like that's so cool like what is this this is the best game in the world um, yeah yeah that I, is crazy and i played and completed that game without a guide but Oof. i remember it taking me ages especially in the later levels yeah there's some missions where you're just like what do you do like, I think there's yeah. one mission where you you could unlock a tank or something, which would help you kill everything. But I kept run, driving around with like a little truck and dying. And was oh, like, okay. oh, I can't remember which. I just remember there being a mission where you, there was a tank you unlocked or something, and I was, I was another vehicle that had better weapons or something. I can't remember now. Yeah, yeah I just remember like dying constantly, and then eventually going, "Oh, I can actually jump into this vehicle now." Brilliant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that game. I, I mentioned I played it recently, and it would start you like the level that I mentioned. After you get past that, like the next one is you are a taxi cab driver, and you have to get this this guy to his girlfriend before she leaves on a train. Like completely different style oh, of mission. Yeah. And just yeah. I was just like, man, this really. I don't know how this flew under the radar for so many people, but it it was doing stuff that other games were not yet, and it still blows my mind. Like the the scale of the levels and everything, and just yeah so different from well, holy shit i just looked up the strategy guide and somebody's asking 500 dollars for it <sighs> i hate the world i hate the world because yeah. i want i want something to show me these maps i'm not going to print them out yeah. maybe i should <laughs> yeah uh, there's a thing called the internet get it free everything's free yeah 
So what did we say? Cool. We said Zombies Ain't My Neighbors, Toy Commander. You said World of Illusion. Illusion. Uh, um, I've got one other game for the Dreamcast, which I would love to see online. Sure. But it's, it's a bit of a kind of semi-controversial one because there technically is an online version of it, which is Speed Devils. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so... Speed Devils, if you don't know, is a racing game which actually, I don't know if it's a launch title in the US, but in the UK is one of the launch titles. I actually got it. I got Sonic Adventure and Speed Devils with my Dreamcast. Um, oh, that's a good little and... starter set there. Oh, yeah. And I, the reason I got Speed Devils was because it looked a bit like San Francisco Rush, which I loved mm. on the N64. Because mm. um, it's just a, a fun racing game. A bit crazy. And it's Speed Devils has ended up when I first played it, I was a bit disappointed, but it's ended up being one of my all-time favorite racing games. Um, the problem with it is the two-player mode sucks. Yeah. Like, it's just not a good two-player mode. If you try to just play two-player play, play mode only, it's terrible. They just take the out single so player... much. Oh, God, yeah. Like, the single-player mode is just so much fun. Everything about it is great. And, yeah, they strip it down for the two-player mode. And, yeah, anyway, they did release Speed Devils online um, on the Dreamcast as well. And there's just not as. Have you played Speed Devils online at all? No, not the online one, no. So you think, basically, when you read the back of the box and look at it, you think, oh, it's basically they've taken Speed Devils but made it online. They did not. They took some of the cars from Speed Devils and they made an entirely new game with new tracks and stuff. Uh, I don't think it's got any of the original tracks on it, actually. Um, and they oh. made it an online game, which sounds quite fun, but the racing's just not as good. I don't think the courses are as good. Um, and basically I want to see the original Speed Devils with the courses and stuff because basically if you don't know about the game the courses had always had fun things in them like there's a Hollywood level where like there's a T-Rex roaming around like a set um, yeah. like a King Kong monster like slamming his fist against the floor a jaw shark comes up and nearly hits you and stuff and then later there's a there's a Hollywood disaster level which is basically the same track but it's like during a disaster like there's there's one bit there's like one on one of the laps the road splits with an earthquake and it physically splits open as you're driving along it so you like can like crash from that there's a lightning bolt that hits down a hollywood sign um a petrol station a gas station explodes and stuff as you're driving past it it's nuts like there's the levels are just so much fun there's one level in louisiana where the twister comes along and like spins you up and throws you around and oh stuff. nice um it's so like it's so good like also they get like different seasons like they have like ones with winter and stuff and they have rain mm -hmm. and stuff and it, it really affects your driving that game if they made that if they added online multiplayer to that it would be brilliant i i, I think even today it would hold up really well it'd just be a really fun game like it's just nuts it's just like a, it's just like a standard racing game just with added weird mm -hmm. things in it there's no guns or anything it's just great so yeah right and you gamble or something in the yeah so, i never understood that exactly so basically after you do the first few races and stuff you start to get good um like some of the uh so on the single player mode the enemy ai some people actually challenge you to different things Mm -hmm. So they'll challenge, they say, like, burst, radar. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. As you're driving, is it, sorry, I need to explain a bit more. Like, on each, each of the tracks, they have uh, police radars, which have, like, set, set speed limits, like, 150 miles an hour or whatever. If you go over 150 miles an hour, you get money for breaking the police radar. 
basically. Oh, um, okay. So you get extra cash doing that. Um, you also get extra cash for coming in first, for getting the fastest lap time, or staying at staying ahead in the uh, staying first for the longest and stuff like that. So you get extra money. So you can actually lose a race and get more money than the winner if you do it just right. Um, but they they sometimes challenge like the AI will challenge you to things. They'll say like burst radar three by more than ten miles an hour. So if it's one hundred and fifty miles an hour, you're trying to get you got to try and uh, do it at 160 miles an hour. You're still trying to do the race like normal. You've okay. just got these extra challenges. Or someone will go, try and beat me in this race or whatever. I, I bet you, you won't come first. Or some of them are like, you've got to come ahead of this one other character. So if that character's doing really well, you've got to try and beat them. Or if they're doing badly, you can just win easily. Or they will do vendetta races where they'll go, right, I'm fed up with you. I'm going to challenge you to a one-on-one race. They'll do the one-on-one race. If you, if you win, you get their car. If, oh. if they if they win they get your car so you can actually lose your car and if you pink don't have slips. enough money to buy a new car yeah it's a pink slip race so yeah and if you don't have enough money to buy a new car you've lot and you don't have any other cars available to you you've you have to start the game again basically <laughs> wow but um quite often you've got more than enough money to buy a new car unless you're not very good at the game um mm. it's actually quite easy to build up enough money to get another car or even if it's the cheapest version of the car um the great thing as well though is if you beat someone, they so they actually have seasons. They have a certain amount of races per season. So if you like beat someone early in the season, like in a vendetta race, the rest of the season they will not be racing. And oh, if you repeat, that's cool. if you repeat, if you repeat that season again, they will come back and race, but they'll be in a different car. They'll be in like the most basic car possible. So because wow. each 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 AI character's got their own set car that they like to drive, basically. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, I just thought that was a really nice touch. Like, if you beat someone, you they're not in it, and then like they'll be. I mean, back, that, that's be pretty cool because a lot of times, like you find, because uh, I was just playing Mario Kart. There's like one character that's always in first, and it's just like fuck you in particular, Princess Peach or something. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. so if you did well enough to that they were just out of the race, that would feel super way more satisfying than just beating them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's. Uh, and yeah the ai is also just fun as well like the different characters will have different things to say to you and stuff mm-hmm. and depending on how what you're doing or if you're beating certain characters on certain tracks they'll say different things like every time i played it i've been had vendetta races against different characters like it's some of the same characters but sometimes it's different like about like, oh you didn't challenge me before like someone else did or like someone else will talk trash to me yeah, but okay, that's nice. They're, yeah, and the characters have like different characters have different personalities as well you can actually see in their driving like someone will be more erratic or Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it it was just such a well thought out game but it's i could get really nerdy about this it's actually based on another game a pc game which i can't remember the name of uh, it's, it's i literally think i found this... it and i just sent it to you called Speedbusters. yes that's the one yeah so it's basically they put it on the pc first Speedbusters american highways i've actually downloaded that game to test it out to see what it was like it is very similar but not quite the same they don't okay. have the same so like in the dreamcast version it's almost like a campaign mode where you go you have all the challenges and stuff and like you because the, the start of the game is you get given a beat up car you basically have to sort of win and repair your car and stuff the pc version is more of a straight up arcade racer mm-hmm. uh, you just go to the track and, and race um and from memory it didn't have it had some of the things in it like one level had a crocodile running around in it and stuff but um mm-hmm. generally the dreamcast version was a lot more fun um yeah so they, they relaunched it on the dreamcast under a different name and basically made the game better in my opinion i I thought it was so good so so you reminded me of one that 
with the crocodile on the level, and this is the last thing I'll say, uh, I would love for Vigilante 8 Second Offense to get online <laughs> multiplayer because that game is definitely broken. The physics are ridiculous, but it's still fun. And that had a co-op mm. mode in it, so I would love to like play through co-op online that. with people. Yeah. Um, I have a fun story about that that's real quick that uh, I played it so much with my buddy Ben growing up that it would it would cra- it would be a fifty fifty shot that it would crash or freeze during the loading of co op mode that I emailed Activision or Acclaim or whoever made it and they actually emailed me back and I saved you know what screw it it's in a binder back here I will, I printed out the email and I will read it right now uh, this is through Hotmail so um Ooh, yeah. my email was let's see here. Hello. Oh, what did I say? Oh, oh, they wanted like version and computer process or whatever. Uh, anyway, I said, problem. My copy of V8 Second Offense would always freeze whenever I played as Convoy, so I returned it and got another copy. That copy still the sa- did the same thing. I tried my friend's copy of the game and his froze in the same place also. To which they replied, Hello, Scott. Thank you for your interest in our games. Sorry to hear about the problems you have been having. In order for us to properly solve this problem, we will need to do a process of elimination to see if the disk is faulty or perhaps if you are using a model number of Dreamcast that we have not tested on or any third-party peripherals for the unit. Quick couple of questions. Oh, my God. I didn't. I don't remember all of this. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Where's the reply then? I thought I had the reply. The reply that I remember was them basically saying, thanks for your support. We can't do anything about it, but we appreciate you playing the game. Uh, something like that. But Oh, man. Yeah. I thought I had... Well, nevertheless, I printed out a dumb email from Activision, and they did not solve the problem, but I still played the crap out of the game. <laughs> Thanks anyway, Activision. You tried your hardest for yeah. some random teenager in 1999. That's, Sorry, that's March 2000. Cool. Yeah. They replied to you. Wow. Not Yeah, not something that would happen unless you call them out on Twitter at this point. But um, Even then, normally on Twitter, they don't always reply to you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, I will say this to end this conversation, sort of, that... Uh, Good news, there's a list of work-in-progress games for Dreamcast Online, and Speed Devils Online is on there. <gasps> yeah, there work is. Work in progress. Oh, yeah. It says max players five. So I yeah, I think, that's, I think that's right. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Fo- but yeah, oh, there's one other game I would like to throw into that arena for this sure. is Hydro Thunder, also on the Dreamcast. Oh yeah, um, I'm so bummed that? that the N64 version was the only one that had four player because the Dreamcast yeah, what had the four hell? ports. Yeah, that could have been great. And the Dreamcast one is just superior, like visually and everything. It's a better yeah. game. I, and the Arcade's Dreamcast is perfect. more powerful. <laughs> like, the I don't understand how... I think so, yeah. Yeah, but I, the only thing I can think of was the N64 version did come out after the Dreamcast one. Like, I, don't, I think it was like maybe six months even, like a mm. decent amount of time after. Maybe they had more time to develop it and add that in. But yeah, it's very strange to me, like... Because, yeah, uh, Hydro Thunder on the Dreamcast is a top game. It's it's yeah. just fun. Um, I mean, arguably the, the modern ones, like on the Xbox One and Xbox 360, were better. But Oh, uh, Hurricane. Hurricane yeah. is good, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and controversially, I know because no one bought one except for me, the Windows Phone, a Windows Phone 7, oh. in fact, <laughs> had Hydro Thunder Go, which to date is the best mobile racing game. Ever. It's actually the best mobile game I've ever played. It was Hydro such a good game. Thunder Go. Go. It was brilliant. 
in my head is it was amazing now before you look at it, it's where you get like a playstation one game in my head it was like the best game ever <laughs> <laughs> um it was really good like actually let's see like oh there's some videos i think you playing... can you can still buy it it's five bucks really uh I mean, i'm it? gonna i'm gonna click on buy and see what happens oh i have to sign in i don't want to do this <laughs> I'm looking at a trailer now. The graphics are top notch. They're actually really, genuinely, I'm, I think they're really good. Like Hydra Thunder always look good. Water effects always look good on the Dreamcast too. Oh um, yeah. All right, this has just turned into the Dreamcast podcast again. Oh, the Dream podcast. damn right it should. Yeah. yeah. It, if you, oh, I've got there's a level in space. Hydra, of course. Hydra Thunder Go, I think, is actually best the best Hydra Thunder game. <laughs> it's so man. Well, I'm saying that now. It was really good. Like, check out the trailer. Check out some gameplay of it. Let me know because. Next podcast, let me know, because um, I I think I thought it was great. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, so there we go. Um, we we had a lot to say about all of that, and uh, mm-hmm. that's gonna wrap it up. Though um, we uh, always have. Well, what do you have going on on the internet? Are you doing anything uh, streaming or anything at all, Graham? I've kind of started doing a um, movie podcast thing like uh, video oh. and also audio podcast with a friend at work okay. we've only done two episodes so far and the third one hasn't we haven't done the third one yet but that's partly because um he hasn't i got it i can explain i'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying but basically with the whole covid19 thing he actually has um i can't remember what the medical term is but basically he has like almost no immune system basically like basically uh-huh. if he got covid19 he would die um he's actually in the, one of those high categories so he's literally not allowed to leave the house or mm-hmm. if his family leave the house he's not allowed to like touch them for like a week or whatever um mm-hmm. and his wife is actually gonna kind of have to go back to work because she actually works for like um uh, some doctors or something it's like she's uh-huh. a i think she care she's a carer for their kids or something um but basically i mean she's gonna have to leave the house every day and um go to other people's houses to look after their kids um which means that her she's gonna have to like she's not gonna be able to stay at the house and the kids their kids are actually going to move in with basically that his wife and kids are going to move in with her parents or something who live quite close by because basically he's at too high risks that if they if she came back into the house he could easily catch COVID 19 um so so She's actually going back to work in the next week or so. So basically the last few weeks, we haven't recorded the show because he wants to spend as much time as he can with his family before yeah. she like moves out, basically, which yeah. I think is fair enough. But yeah, so we've done two episodes. It's called The Movie Cast because they were a better name at the time. And so, yeah. Um, and as I put it on, the, as I put it up on YouTube, uh, YouTube instantly put like eight copyright claims against it because we nice. show clips of movies that we're talking about. That would do it, yeah. Uh, and it's just ridiculous because, like, one of the categories is if you're doing it for commentary purposes and stuff, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it automatically gets flags, and it's just really annoying. So I have to like go, no, it's not. We're we're doing it for commentary purposes. We're not saying this is our work. We're this is we're commenting yeah. on it, um, and we're promoting these things for people to watch. So they should give us money for this sort of thing. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> And well, there's like a million other podcasts out there which do exactly the same as we do. How can yeah. they ever? Anyway, um, but yeah, we're not, uh, this might shock you, but we're also not the only video game podcast out there. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> don't tell anyone because we are the, we're obviously the only one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been doing that with friends, movie cast. You want to check it out? Uh, yeah, first couple of episodes, uh, get me a link and, and I will throw it into our the info for this episode. Cool. 
Yeah, we're still working out on like the full format and editing and stuff. So like the first couple of episodes, obviously a bit ropey in areas, but yeah, we're we're trying to get together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I will send you a link, and if you'd like cool. to watch it, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, check it out. We just talk about movies and stuff to do. Uh, also, a little bit of games as well. If you're into gaming, I don't know if you are. If you're listening to the show, you might be. Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of the other thing I'm doing. And then just working like normal. So what's coming up with you, though? It's got- uh, plenty. Um, we mm-hmm. stream just about every day during the week. Um, TJ's been streaming either PSO2 every Monday, or mm. he's actually taken a break from that so he doesn't burn out on it. He's been playing some of the new Soccer Awards game. Uh, Tuesdays are up in the air. Wednesdays, though, I've been playing. It's way back Wednesday, and I've, I've been doing Tomb Raider, so I'll probably keep doing that. Yeah. Um, Thursday night throwdown. I'm not sure what we have coming up, but it'll be something. Uh, and Fridays, we usually Chris usually plays an indie game. Um, I want to try to actually. I might if if streaming Dreamcast Online works all right. I might try to do that Friday uh, and stream the Quake Online thing. I might. I think I might try it out Friday. See how well it works. How clean it is. How streamlined it is of a process and then um maybe i'll try to rope tj or even you into that gram or something i'd Um, be interested definitely yeah we'll have yeah we'll have to we'll have to sort some stuff out and see like who has what games and whatever and try to figure out our stuff to uh, well i have the dreamcast mu dcmu thing oh that's right (laughs) nothing to worry about and oh what am i talking about you have that and then tj's tj has a full u.s dreamcast collection so we're fine (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah. I I do also own Quake 3 and PSO and most of the online games, the European right. online games, in physical discs. So if it, if one thing doesn't work, mm. I should be able to put out my my other Dreamcast and actually use a disc, like some sort of Neanderthal. What's going on yeah. there? Yeah. yeah. In 2020, <laughs> what is that? Yeah, discs. Um, what? But yeah, and as always, the Patreon. Hop on our Patreon if you want to get the newest mm-hmm. issues. Uh, digital issues have gone out, so to speak. Um, if you did not make the cutoff for Chris said he's sending out issue nine now, um, you can still you'll be able to get that through the website directly through megavisionsmag.com directly. Um, so you aren't totally out of luck if you haven't signed up to the Patreon because our thing is weird the way that we charge for it. Um, we have to charge per issue; it's not per month, so it's it's wonky but someday we'll get away from patreon not the patreon hasn't been good but it'll just be so much easier when we're selling directly through the site uh mm-hmm. all of that though i think that's gonna do it we do have we did just release the sideshow where we discussed demolition man what a ride that was um Ooh. haven't decided on the next movie yet we're probably gonna do an anime based off video game movie um we did talk about the sonic ova already graham on the spot do you have any anime uh, video game animes you'd want us to watch or any ideas that come uh, into your head right away? Uh, I, the first one that pops to my head is a Street Fighter movie. Oh, um, boy. The the live <laughs> action movie or the animated? No, 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 no. The animated one. Um, good God, I would not wish the live action one upon anyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the animated one. Uh, which yeah, I we might do that one. We'll see. Um, that's the first one that pops to my head. But yeah. Holy crap, there's five Street Fighter anime movies. Oh, there's two. God. There's two... Five Alpha Alpha Generations for the ties that bind. Yeah, we'll find something. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, um, but that's gonna do it. Or, Thank you for. Yeah. Oh, what were you gonna say, Graham? Oh uh, no, it's okay. I was gonna say, or one of the res. I'm sure there's some Resident Evil animated nope. movies as well, isn't there? But, oh, the I animated ones are okay. The live action ones make me cry. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Anyway, that is going to do it, everybody. Uh, thanks for hopping on today, Graham. You're welcome. You're very welcome, my friend. I hope to be able to come on to more shows. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're always welcome. Uh, Chris, Chris left. He hates us. But he'll yeah. be back at some point. Uh, he, he, Scotty he, Mo. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, he just got fed off my English accent again. You know. Probably. Just, uh, this, guy, this guy again. Uh, this wow. guy. Yeah. yeah. That's going to do it, everybody. We're out. We're up, over, and gone. See ya. Catch you later. and i'm back (laughs) what happened (laughs) i can't stop um well when you listen back to the recording you will find out oh great (laughs) great 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 is chris gone again Yeah. Oh, wow. It's okay. It's all good. I went to get a glass of water. So, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, if you listen back to the the audio afterwards, you'll... All right. (laughs) I think I've gone crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, I've got lockdown fever. Woo. Yeah. Yeah.